two, one, zero. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hear this. And now, from the beautiful Lakeside Studios of Wave Radio Boston, it's the first wave with John. I don't remember. Kevin McHale. Don't, uh, <laughs> ever, ever, ever call me stupid. Okay. It was like a, a, the pot of gold at the end of the leprechaun's rainbow. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. And Becca Lee. I'm lactose intolerant. That stings the nostrils in a good way. Thank God for them internets. Dance off, bro. Me and you. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Is right here. Right now. Well, we're waiting. And now, the program scientifically proven to cure hemorrhoids. You're right, the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. You are listening to the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. It's another Thursday. Welcome in, folks. My name's Pete. That guy over there, that's John Anthony. Good evening, everyone. And a little bit MIA right now is Miss Becca Lee. She's normally directly across uh, from John Anthony. She's uh, a well, little she, bit... Well, she will be soon. She will be. She will Virtually. be. Virtually. Virtually, yes. Uh, so, so Becca Lee's a little uh, down on the weather and uh, in the parlance of the day, uh, be uh, exhibiting... Uh, 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 an abundance of caution. Yes. Uh, she is uh, going to participate remotely for a couple of segments and then uh, probably uh, toddle off uh, to bed to, yes. to rest her, her weary, weary um, head. Yes. But uh, we will have uh, Becca Lee alongside um, in uh, hopefully next break, but definitely in two breaks. Uh, she will have a concert report for everybody, uh, finding more and more concerts out there. I'm so glad that we actually have something to talk about on that level. Right, right. Uh, and speaking of things to talk about, yes. we've got, we got a lot of things we're going to talk about tonight. Um, so um, let's see. What are we going to talk about tonight? We have, uh, we're going to do a segment on, um, so Grab your record collections. We're going to talk about. You may have some some cash laying around the house that you're not aware ah, of. Ah, nice. Uh, so there's some of that. And when you get that cash, we're going to talk about a awesome uh, potential f- thing for you to uh, pre-order right now. That is uh, going to bring you into the Wayback Machine. I think it's really cool. All right, we're going to talk about that. Uh, have we spoken to JC about listening to this segment about uh, uh, what's what, uh, if anybody calls in and yeah. says that they uh, that they have something? Is is she going to jump right on it? Uh, I don't know. I, and and some of the th- I'm a little skeptical. I'll be honest. Um, so I reviewed this article that I found. Um, it is a recent article. Okay. Um, all the prices listed in the article have asterisks next to them. Um, so this may be the premium sale number. Yeah. But um, I'm a little skeptical on some of the numbers, but I think a lot of the numbers are based on um, first pressing, yeah, yeah. Near, near mint condition. I, still in cellophane. Yes, it's, exactly. The, the cellophane slightly yes. warping it. But even some of the numbers that they're talking about, if you can get... Half, Half of it. right, right. It's like 
what? Yeah. So uh, it's worthwhile. It'll be a worthwhile listen. I thought I found it fascinating. It was definitely an, an hour and a half of my time that <laughs> yes. just disappeared right down the damn rabbit oh, hole. Wasn't it's amazing. It? It's amazing. Um, but we got so we got some of that. We've got um, a really cool preview that uh, actually our Monday show uh, was uh, able to uncover via an uh, awesome interview. So we'll get into that um, and. Uh, got some fun facts for you about some of uh, you know one of uh, your guilty pleasure movies uh, that's out, out there. But one of the first things that we're going to talk about after this break, we've got not one but two major announcements. Wow, coming up! Wow, I'm excited. So yeah, I purposely do not share. Yep. No, we try to leave it for the air, <laughs> yep. uh, just to be able to give you yep. guys the organic reaction. That's so. Right. Uh, you'd think that we never talk to each other, but we do. <laughs> uh, so if you want to interact with us tonight yes. uh, through any of these segments, something catches you and you're just like, I got to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's what you have in your, in in your, your record, record collection. collection. Yeah, exactly. we can, we can take, a, take a look through and throw some at us and uh, I'll let you ho- know how much money you're sitting on. Yeah, and uh, so the listener line is 617-829-9283. The text line, if you feel like just shooting off a text, mm-hmm. 617-764-9283. Very cool. And yeah, so we got a lot uh, in store. Um, hopefully, Becca Lee will be able to join us in, in a little bit. I don't know about the first break um, for the major announcements. Uh, I hope to have her alongside, uh, but we'll see. Yep. Well, uh, if, if nothing else, we have... Yes. What's her name? The uh, our crazy bitch, Susie. Susie, yes, yes, thank you. I keep forgetting Susie's name. We're well, we're not officially. No, in... no, no. Good point. Yes, is is uh, Susie's around the studio somewhere? Yes, yes, yes. We can't officially refer to Susie quite yet. No, I got as you. ours. Um, there has to be a transfer of power, yeah, and there's a whole thing which and we're hoping there's... to do very soon. Yes. And, and this will all be aired. Yes, uh, I think there's live animals involved. Yeah, and it's, so there's a it, lot to arrange, uh, and there are at least two dead animals from what I've heard. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's definitely going to be a process to get Susie in, but Susie is going to become I, I think a regular for the uh, visual portion of the show, which would say. be good. I that's uh, so, probably not a bad idea. Uh, and actually, we're coming up into a season where where Susie probably needs a change of attire. Uh, no, I think she looks good. <laughs> I think that's a whole. I think that was one of the agreements. Is Susie has to change with the seasons? Uh, okay. Well, all right. We can we can find some sweaters that work. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, there's actually a a particular Santa uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Claus dress that I have in mind. Ah, see, I like that so, idea. All so, right. so yeah, no, we're uh, we're we're here for you. Uh, this is the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. Pete, I'm I'm dying to hear some music. Yes, let's get to that music. So, um, Becca Lee isn't around. Oh, so we're 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 doing a little bit more contemplative, slowing it down, and um, you'll see that this is really because we need to save our energy. Okay, um, because we got a lot of things going on. But uh, so so the music's going to be a little bit down tempo. Normally we try to do you know more up tempo rock stuff. Um, there's still going to be rock stuff in there, but it's going to be a little bit more mid tempo, a little bit you know kind of singer songwriter kind well, of we stuff. Got, we got to ease into everything that's going on. Tonight. That's right. That's right. So what better way to ease into things? Talking about uh, we got to we got to we're going to listen to Elvis talking about stuff that uh, three things that we need more today than we ever have before: peace, love, and understanding.
house ready for the harsh New England winter? Don't let this happen to you. Boston Generator is a full service and sales provider. Need a generator? They're the only Cummins authorized dealer north of Boston. Have a generator? They're also a full service repair and maintenance shop. Got a generator on your RV, your boat, your home, wherever it's mounted, they can fix it or make sure it's ready when you need it. Scheduling a service appointment is easy on bostongenerator.com. Be sure to mention Wave Radio Boston for $30 off an oil change. Don't be left out in the cold and dark this winter. Call 617-763-7821 or go to bostongenerator.com to schedule your service or speak with your friendly salespeople about a new generator. Don't forget to mention Wave Radio Boston for $30 off your oil change. Once again, that's 617-763-7821 or go to bostongenerator.com. Boston Generator, giving you the power when you want it, where you want it.
right. That's the shirts and shoes from last week. Yeah, live here in the Wave Radio Boston studios. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that is uh, from from last week's uh, performance. Uh, what a fun time that was. Oh, God. I, I, I can't say enough about them. Just great guys, mm-hmm. uh, really interesting to talk to, but holy crap, can they play? Yeah, uh, that song is so cool, and now I understand why you kind of wanted to have the opening uh, set be a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more down because that song kicks ass. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I, honestly, I I don't think I've listened to um, that uh, live yet, um, and I, I and I need to, uh, but. Um, it uh, their version in the studio. All of their versions were were just great. Yeah, and um, really looking forward to, to be ready to uh, to to uh, connect. Yeah, and do do a full blown like knock your socks off kick ass show. You know, it, yeah. it's they were great. And, yeah, and they were super again. Good. It is is this is where this is why local music is important. Mm-hmm. And is uh, bands like the Shirts and Shoes. Uh, we probably would have heard of them by now. Uh, but it was almost two years ago when we first saw them at the Town and the City Music Festival, the inaugural, and it was so much. It was so cool to to experience them live for the first time in a very small venue uh, that was pretty well packed. There was no social distancing going on at that point. <laughs> no, let me tell no, you. not back then. It was hotter than hell in that in that in, in October. That, oh, in October, November, yeah. uh, we stepped outside and it was like, okay, it's about eighty degrees colder outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was so great to see them, and it was really great to have them come in. Uh, we really yes. do appreciate it. Yeah, Thank it you guys. Uh, it really was such a great uh, night last week. Uh, it, we love having bands in like that just to get to know them a little bit and then just to be able to see what they do. And that sounded so great. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I wish, you know, working with, with the video now is, yeah. is I know that I, I miss a little bit of the music side of things. And I know as mm-hmm. Pete's engineering it uh, to go out live, I'm sure you miss some of it too. Yeah. And yeah. Being able to go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, normally during the, during the music breaks here, mm-hmm. We have it cranked up on our studio monitors, and we listen to what's going on, and you sure. know we talk or whatever. Uh, this time it was one where I said I got to put my headphones on to listen to this, and that it's rare that I do that mm-hmm. uh, simply because it was here in the studios, and Pete did a little post production on it, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, that's mostly the band. I'll be honest with you, I did a little, little bit of EQ to clean up stuff that was my fault in the mix in the <laughs> yeah, first place. Well, to be uh, quite I, frank, I got you, I got you, and I added a little, a uh, little bit of reverb to Tyler's voice just. Just because it fit in that song. Oh, yeah. Well, especially the way that that guitar was. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a really it, kind of it, ethereal thing yeah, going on there. Yeah, and it kind of had a little bit of reverb in itself, yeah. so yep. so adding that sounded great. It, I just sat back in, in my chair just a few minutes ago and mm-hmm. just, just kind of got lost. Yeah, no, it's it, it, like I said, I, I did very little. Uh, that's, that's really all the band. They're super tight band, very cool. Um, so... Uh, that it that was just fantastic, and that's that's the shirts and shoes, Robin. Yep. Yes, that was Robin. Yes, uh, and, and then of course leading off that set uh, was Elvis Costello was with Peace, Love, and Understanding, which in itself is an amazing song. Yeah, one of the finest songs uh, written I'm, by him. I'm right there with you. Yeah, and and he's written many. Yeah. Oh my God, that guy's. Portfolio is prolific, like ridiculous. Oh, it's insane! Ridiculous, it's insane. I mean, he's been around a long time. He has, but still, I mean, it's just unbelievable. 
unbelievable portfolio for that guy. Um, so why don't, you, why don't you do the read? Becca Lee is still trying to get connected. We're having Slack issues, so she's going to try to call the listener line. Ah, yes, we can do that. Uh, so do you want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two. Tell us a little bit about you. We'll get back to you about profiling your music and upcoming gigs. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right. Uh, not sure. Uh, let's see. Becca Lee is responding to me. I don't know if she's going to be able to call in or not. Uh, and if she doesn't, we'll just go ahead with our announcements uh, and try to get her online. She says it's ringing. It's ringing. Uh, the listener line. Oh, the, yeah, because it hasn't gotten through the screening process. So don't forget the listener line here. She's calling in. Yes. Six one seven eight two nine nine two eight three. Our text line, if you'd like to interact with us by text, six one seven seven six four nine two eight three. Don't forget Facebook, our Facebook page, where you can get all sorts of cool information about Wave Radio Boston. Yes. Is Wave Radio Boston Rocks. It is, and uh, <laughs> we're having a hell of a time with technology tonight. Uh, uh, don't see her. Uh, do you see her on your side? Uh, yes, I do. I oh, can. Really? I can bring okay. her right up. So really? let's That's let's weird. hit the talk button and Go see ahead. what actually happens. All right, Becca, are you with us? Hello. Hey, there, there she, she is. is. There she is. The Metal Maven herself, Becca Lee. The D nasal Metal Maven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling? All right, I'm getting there. Uh, did Did anybody get the license plate of the bus that hit you? Yeah, right. No, no, no. of course not. They never do. Well, no. we're, we'll try to uh, we'll try to get through this stuff relatively quickly, so you can uh, get some rest and some chicken soup or I don't vodka and cranberry, uh, vodka and <laughs> orange juice. Yes. Yeah, usually just whiskey. Just whiskey. Wh- right. Yeah, whiskey at this point. Okay, right. she's to the whiskey stage of ill. Yes. Okay. Yes, so she's whiskey ill. This yes. is not good. Yes. <laughs> this is not good. We may have to hold a vigil. Yes, <laughs> that's for sure. All right. <laughs> um, so we've got a couple of announcements that I want to make sure that everybody was on uh, online for. Uh, so uh, I'm here to say that. Uh, October is going to be a busy month here. Is it Rocktober? It, it is Rocktober. <laughs> See, it, it's, we can it will borrow, be we, we can borrow from every other radio <laughs> station right. on the planet That's because right. Rocktober is kind of cool. It's not. It's yeah. It's not cliche if it's cool, right? Yeah, yeah. that's how I look at yes, it. Yes. So, so we've got we've got a great Rocktober lined up, Pete. I'm so excited to hear about. Yeah. That. So. We've got the second half of Rocktober booked, and I've got people already kind of asking to fill in the first half. So nice. We're we're trying to work out a schedule in which it's not necessarily a band every week uh, that we What's have. What's wrong week. with that? Well, I <laughs> I tend to agree, but I like, uh, Pete's like I have my engineering. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, you'll you'll get good by by uh, <laughs> by Movember. Yeah, by Movember. Yes, I'll be. <laughs> I'll be a superstar. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I've I've got it in a, I listening listening back to that last song uh to the shirts and shoes and uh and and hearing that Pete that was really good. Thank uh, you. So I I got to say that I have I have utmost confidence in, well, in Pete uh and so so when bands that are listening is is if you do want to hear your original music mm. or you want to come in mm-hmm. uh let us know media at waveradioboston.com send us an email. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, you guys saw this today but uh our our the media uh, email actually was blown up today. We had 
Uh, two different bands hit us up today. Nice. Um, so I previewed one of the bands, and uh, they are very promising. Uh, young lads out of the Worcester area. The Big Woo. Um, so, and then uh, there's another band I'm, I'm waiting for tracks from. So that's cool. But let's get to yeah announcements. Let's get to what we know. What we know for sure. Nice. Is um, we uh, please. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, we uh, I don't have any uh, sound effects, uh, but uh, we we okay. we spoke to these guys. Uh, we spoke to these guys during quarantine. Okay, uh, and we we promised to get together. It's been a little bit uh, of a uh, a thing. Well, but, you know, everybody's got a thing these days. That's right. But we have uh, confirmed. Uh, and they actually sent me a confirmation, a wow. calendar confirmation. Wow. So you know they're, they're serious. Wow. October 26th, 22nd. 22nd, okay. October 22nd, Rollover White. Oh, yeah. Will be in oh. the Wave Radio Boston studios. Wow. Oh. Wonderful. That yes. is fan freaking tastic. Yes. You so know, I'm very excited about it. I was, I was. I thought that that was so much fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I th- I think we had a hell of a lot of fun with them while oh, I yeah. was, while I was sitting at my uh, my dining room table during the <laughs> That's quarantine. Right. That's right. That's uh, right. <laughs> so they were they were great. Um, so really looking forward to that. Um, you know, I think um, I. I think Becca, once again, this is a Becca Lee band yep. Uh, yep. that, that yep. she found. And uh, we've just fallen in love with uh, their uh, initial EP. And I know they've got some more music on tap. So really looking forward to that. They're very excited. Uh, so we've been talking back and forth. So once again, October 22nd, Rollover White. Nice. That is yeah, so oh, damn that's cool. That's so great. Yeah. Their music is so good. Yes. It's very, very yeah. upbeat. Very and And just... I love the I love the way they have the two vocalists. That's yeah. so cool. It, there, there's a lot yeah. of different styles that they use, mm. and that's what I think is really really cool. Yeah. Is is they you cannot pigeonhole that band into a particular style, which yes. I I love that the versatility that they have, uh, the 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 songs that I've heard from them, mm-hmm. fantastic. Yes. So. Um, that is October twenty second. October twenty second. Put it on your uh, put it in your outlook. That's right. And so we're planning on having you know the full thing. We're going to do our, our interview. We're going to do a live performance, and we're going to live stream that performance. So that's the plan. That is that that's the plan. And you know what? Not a damn not a bad plan. Yes. So not and certainly you know no no different uh, excitement certainly for this next thing. Okay. Um. But um, this uh, person, um, this gentleman, was nice enough to actually announce on his social media today. Okay, his availability. Let's uh, let's let him take it away. Hey, everybody! I just wanted to share some cool news with you, real quick. Um, on Thursday, October 29th, I will be doing a radio performance and interview with uh, Wave Radio Boston. Um, those guys are, are really awesome. And um, I'm so thankful that they had listened to my new song, My Drive, and they actually reached out to me telling me that they're going to be playing my new song in their rotation this week, but also asking if I'd be interested to give them an interview and a performance. So yes, again, October 29th, their show goes from 8 to 11, Wave Radio Boston. I'm going to be giving you guys three songs. I'll give you two original songs, and then I'll give you a... So... Uh... Interesting. Uh, so that 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 quit, but we got we got all the all the info. Yeah. Um, so that uh, anybody want to take a guess on whom that might be? I 
I don't recognize the voice. Mm -hmm. It's not Kevin McHale. <laughs> it is not Kevin McHale. <laughs> All right, good. It Got is you. not Kevin McHale. <laughs> Just which, making sure. Which is your usual. Uh, that is my, yeah. when I don't know, that's my answer. Yeah. Becca Lee, any, any guesses? Uh, I did see a new song from a certain individual in the um, southern New Hampshire area. Okay. Well, I, I also I'm hoping uh, it's them. <laughs> well, I also I also have a uh, I also have a show sheet that I'm ignoring. <laughs> yes. So ah. that that is I think Becca Lee's dancing around it, but she is correct. That is none other than Cameron Levesque, former lead singer of. Victim of circumstance. Yeah, there he is. And guitarist. And guitarist. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So have amazing oh guitarist. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. Yes. So that that what is a great guy. That is and huge. Musician. Yeah. Yeah. So so he's very excited. Obviously. Yeah. Which is uh, you know what is, is is when when our guests get that excited. Yes. It's hard not to be even more excited than I would have been otherwise. Exactly. So, uh, so October 29th? 29th. Ah, that is so damn cool. So yes. so he's gonna lead you into uh, Halloween. Whatever that looks like this year. Yeah. Which which is going to be it's gonna be a hey look at this you could have this candy bar that I have over here yeah. but we have COVID nineteen. So you can't have exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. So, so we got a couple of amazing weeks coming up in yeah. October. Uh, October twenty second, Rollover White. October 29th, Cameron Levesque. Oh, I am. Th this is going to be just wow. insane. Yes. Yes. So things are coming together, ladies and gentlemen. And not only that, but but you know what? Tell your friends. Uh, yes. th that's the biggest thing. Is yes. Like us, if you haven't done so yet, on Facebook, Wave Radio Boston Rocks. That's a great way to interact with us. Mm -hmm. Also find out what the latest news is here. Uh, and that's, that's going to be a great way to, to find out about these things. But it, share if you like what we're doing, the, you're like, like one of the bands that's coming in. You yep. know, is, is have, uh, just share. Uh, share us with your friends to get us out there so that we can entertain them and have them be able to listen to some of the stuff that you guys right. have special access to. Right, absolutely. It's like a little club. <laughs> it's like a little club. Yep. It's like a shillelagh. It, it makes its way around. Yep. There we go. Just like Becca Lee's <laughs> Yeah, just like, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. my, yeah, just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I am not in the studios tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, Pete, Pete, I am so glad that we did not come up uh, a few years ago with the uh, tagline, Wave Radio Boston, it's contagious. There you go. Yeah, that would have been bad. <laughs> that would have been bad. So, uh, so yeah, we so we got a lot going on. Um, you know, uh, like I said, we're, I'm talking to a at least three more bands yep. uh, about it. I'll be honest. Uh, last week's video has uh, helped us. I nice. would say. Oh, that's great. Uh, so, um, looking to continue doing that. I know Becca Lee has been uh, very hard at work this week with uh, plans for improvements yep. uh, to our our video uh, component. Fantastic. So, uh, and we've been working with our sound consultant. Yep. Uh, to yep. try to make things sound sound a bit better, we actually uh, hung some of the sound panels uh, this evening. We did. So, um, very excited about uh, taking steps forward and continuing to evolve everything that is uh, Wave Radio Boston for you guys. Yeah, this is it's uh, that that's fantastic news, Pete, mm -hmm. because those are two bands that uh, I'm looking at it going, yeah, if I had my little wheel of bands, sure. uh, they would be on it. I mean, Cameron's yeah. 
Cameron's amazing. Yeah, he's a phenomenal uh, talent. And, and yeah. we've already talked with with Rollover White. Yeah, uh, we know you know we know who they are a little bit. Right. Really looking and interested in delving into them a little bit further on the twenty second. For sure. Uh, but this is. This is what we're lining up, and and something tells me that you know we can't say anything. I I know how Pete is; is we can't say anything. But something tells me that uh, Rocktober is going to be some kick ass shit. Looking, looking, Rocktober is uh, is definitely shaping up well. Uh, so he told you um, that it was coming, and uh, so I don't think we should uh, talk anymore no. until we let uh, until we let Cam sing. So Cameron Levet, this is the world, the Wave Radio Boston okay. premiere. Cameron Levesque, My Drive.
This is Dara Blood. Hey, I'm Julie Rose. We're Emma Longhart. We are Blood of Fire. This is Ryan Lee Crosby. Hey, everybody, this is Gary Hoey, and you are listening to the one and only Wave Radio Boston, man. Check it out.
some reason i want to cut somebody's ear off i don't know why <laughs> I, I don't know why i just want to cut somebody's ear off that of course is steeler's wheel stuck in the middle with you i believe that that's the classic case of nurture versus nature because <laughs> i'm pretty sure you're you just don't normally want to cut someone's that's ear right. off that's right but quentin tarantino made me do it yes uh all right he makes and people do a lot of strange things does. doesn't he <laughs> he does uh, before that, we heard Space Hog in the meantime. And at the top of that set, our October 29th guest, Cameron Levesque, and his newest single, My Drive. Like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks. You'll get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Try that with any FM station. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston on Facebook, 
Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right. F you to FM indeed. We are paving our own road here at Wave Radio Boston. We we saw what FM did. We saw what they did wrong, and we're trying to make it right. And uh, we hope that you're enjoying being along for the ride. Yeah, and, and you know what? The fresh pavement that you're driving on? Yes. Uh, how cool is that? <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> you know, no bumps, no, no yes. bruises, no nothing. It's That's just right. clear sailing right behind us. Yeah, That's for sure. All right, uh, Becca Lee, you back with us? I'm here. All right, we got a concert report. Here we go. Who's playing where and when? It's Becca Lee and the Coming At You Live Concert Report. All right, so October is going to be pretty exciting for us, and actually this weekend is going to be real exciting for anyone who gets to go see Bad Marriage at the Last Resort in Rhode Island. Uh, they are playing with Dirty Deeds, the ACDC experience. That's on Sunday, September 27th. Get there early to guarantee your entry. It is from 3 o'clock to 7 and $15 at the door. That's nice. good, And it's going to be great weather. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be like 80 degrees yeah, on might, Sunday. Might be the last, well, you know, the, the, the wildfire smoke is going to be cutting <laughs> yeah. down the temperature by a few degrees, uh, according to one of the meteorologists I saw before I left my house. Tonight, uh, rock, so. Was it Rock and Mark Rosenthal? Uh, no, I believe it might have been, uh, uh, what's the guy on uh, Fox? we got to get Mark, Rock and Mark Rosenthal oh, God, yeah. uh, as, as the Wave Radio Boston uh, meteorologist. Yes, we need that. Uh, so the, you know what is <laughs> yeah. we tie we tie it in with Becca Lee's uh, coming at you live. Yeah, there we go. We could do that, we especially do because that. everything's outside at least yeah. for the next month. We got to reach out to. We got to reach out to him because if you haven't, I'm sorry, Becca. Yeah, uh, we do this all, to you all the time. Yeah, but if you haven't seen it before, if you remember Mark Rosenthal from you know Channel Five, Channel Five, right? He was the off days when Dick Albert. You know, didn't want to do the new the well, weather or well, whatever. Well, when when Dick Albert had fulfilled his contract for the week, yes, uh, yeah, right, pretty much exactly. Mark stepped in. Yeah, so Mark um, had, if you remember, he had the '80s mustache and kind of like a like a kinky little fro, right? Yes, he did. Um, to see Mark today, oh God, is amazing. That picture, what was that? About a year ago that I saw that picture. I, I, I think. But he he does he does it something every day. Yeah, he's got amazing. he's got, he's got like a YouTube channel. I don't know if it's YouTube or Facebook. Yeah, but he's got a video presence, and he has he looks like um he what he looks like is Sammy Hagar, Hagar with darker hair. Uh, only sl- no 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 a it's yeah, it's blonde now. Is it? Oh, oh see, it's I blonde. Saw, I saw him with like a light brown hair. Oh no no less. no, it's blonde. Uh-huh. So he looks like like. Sammy Hagar in the I Can't Drive 55 video, and almost with the outfit. Oh, oh, wow. Almost with the outfit. Oh, on that note. Yeah, how can you not want to watch that? Yes. Maybe you'll find him when the tribute band Shout at the Devil plays at the Chop Shop this weekend in Salisbury, New Hampshire. <laughs> there you go. Or is that Seabrook? I don't even know. Which one is it? Seabrook. Seabrook, I think. It's Seabrook, yeah. Seabrook, sorry. New Hampshire. Um, Hampshire. Yeah, so uh, that female-fronted Motley Crue tribute band. Female-fronted. Well, that makes sense. Ah. Because Vince Neil kind of sounds like a chick. 
<laughs> they, yeah, they always said he looked like him. No, sure. no, yes. that's why. Well, he can't even sing. No, it's not anymore. <laughs> he can't even sing Vince Neil song. Oh, oh, sorry, Vince so, Neil. Yeah, I get him confused. <laughs> so that would be interesting. I think this Saturday, maybe you go there before you go to the Bad Marriage Show on Sunday. You'd have a um, kick-ass '80s rock weekend. That's yeah, that, there's a double. Bill. That's a double header for you. Yeah. Or if you want a little bit more acoustic, mellow-style music, um, we do have Devlin's Restaurant in Brighton. Actually, you could hit this first. It's 2.30 to 4.30 on Saturday, September 26th. Cold Car is playing there. Uh, they, they have uh, their music out on Bandcamp. Uh, they get some good tunes. That would be a nice, uh, relaxed, chill vibe there. Uh, you do have to have the seats and order some food and have a good time. Nice. So that is also on Saturday. And then our uh, friends, Dire Holiday, have a um, quite the weekend planned. Yes, I saw uh, They this. are a triple header. Friday, they are um, at Abrews Tap and Grill in Drakeit, Mass. That's back open, so everybody in that area is very happy. Oh, that's fantastic. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Dyer Holiday is on the patio from 6 to 9. And then on Saturday, they are staying in Drakeit down the street at Patty's Ale House. So hopefully, I think they'll be outside for that one. Yep. And that's uh, 6 to 9 on Saturday. And then Sunday, they're um, out at beautiful Plum Island. And uh, I think we saw them there a few months ago. Yes, at Georgie Porgy's, right? They're playing on the deck. Yeah, yeah, they're playing on the deck somewhere at the beachfront. So that's Plum Island. Just go through Newburyport and keep driving. Yeah, until you hit the greenheads. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're <laughs> no, done. No, they're, 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 right they're gone now. Yeah, they're, We're they're, past they're greenhead season, so it's safe to go to Plum Island. Yes. Although, Pete, yeah, is not it? Not the Newburyport it, Brewing greenhead. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll be some of those. Well, there. you can hit some of those too, hit but those, uh, just fine. in a different way. Uh, now, now, Pete, the the greenheads might be gone, but are you still afraid of the sharks at Plum Island? Absolutely. Ah, absolutely, because yes. they 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 go north and then head head out towards um, Newfoundland, actually, yes. during this time, and then they head south. Okay. So they're, this is prime time. Ah, uh-huh, it's prime, prime feeding time for Pete's oh, ankles. Oh yeah, ding ding ding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we won't be going swimming. That's all. Yeah. all right. <laughs> Don't go in the water. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Also in Abrams, just where they're uh, they're opening back up. We got a couple of local friends playing there. Dan Bouchard is on the patio on Sunday, September twenty seventh. That is um, in the afternoon. Uh, I think I three to nine. I, I apologize. I did not write it down. Uh, that's all good. Um, check Abrews. Check Abrews' <laughs> website. Yeah, Facebook. check Abrews. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or Facebook. Yeah. yeah, Facebook. Abrews has a good Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. they keep everybody up to date. And um, I know that the last couple of weeks, I was telling you about Sons of Levin playing on Friday night mm. at Herta Park. Yes. Amphitheater. Um, so they are not playing this Friday night. However, man, this Christian Herder Park is uh, kicking it. They've got a metal night on Saturday whoa, whoa, from whoa, 7 what? to 11. In Brighton? Yeah. In metal, Brighton. Metal night in Brighton? Yeah, and it's, it's a few um, local bands playing there and um, also some bands from other areas. I'll quickly run down. It's Sydney Hart. 
Blue Manic. I believe it's Blue Manic. They recently um, recorded at Holy Mammoth. Okay. And who else do we have? George Orwell, the musical there, a Lowell band, and the flooding is also from Lowell. So this is a heavier heavier metal um, night. But hey, you're in was Alston area. Yeah, uh, all you um, know, it's Lowell. Lowell meets Boston. There you go. Yeah, Lost which is right yeah. up right up our alley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's true. And if you want to go up to Derry, New Hampshire, and see our friends at Tupelo Drive-In Experience, uh, well, if you don't have tickets already, you can't go see the music of James Taylor. That's Friday night. Um, maybe you're lucky enough to be able to. I mean, they only sell about I think it's seventy-five tickets. That sounds right. Yep. So if you, yeah, if you. If there is somebody you want to see and it's at a time slot that you need to get in at, you got to get the tickets early. And um, on Saturday, we have Kick, the NXX experience, mm. and there's only a 12 o'clock show available. They are also playing at 3 in the afternoon. Oh, okay. And then on Sunday, the machine performs Pink Floyd. Uh, and he's playing at one and four, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, seen this. I don't know if it's the group or just the, um, the I, main guy who sings, but really good. I ha- I haven't, but I've heard very good things. He's been around forever. Yeah, forever, yeah. Forever. It's been it, at least twenty yeah. years. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. I want to say the last time I saw him was um, on one of Daryl's houses. Oh really? Oh yeah. No, that doesn't surprise me. Oh wow! Yes. Oh, I didn't it know was that. amazing. So so good. Huh. Uh, all right, so that's for this immediate weekend, um, and then we do want to mention that Ripe will be playing at Bernie's Beach Bar on Saturday, October tenth. If you want to go to that, you had better get your tickets yesterday. That's going to sell out uh, fast. That's crazy. That's going to sell out fast. Ripe at Bernie's. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, that and you know what is is that's a great venue to go see a band like Ripe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even with the social distancing mm-hmm. that that they're doing, uh, it is a massive area. Yeah. And from what I understand, they're able to fit a lot of people in there, even social distancing. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you, you know, we've talked with Ripe. Uh, if you if you have any interest in going to see them. That's going to be your best bet to see them anytime in the near future. Yeah, they played uh, the Falmouth Drive-In, yep. uh, but uh, but that's Yarmouth. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were down at Yarmouth. Yarmouth. Uh, now this is Yarmouth. a live and acoustic show, so yeah. I don't think it's going to be the whole. Maybe not the whole band. I'm not sure. Yeah, I wonder but, if the uh, horn section won't be there or something. Well, you know, it's yeah. it's, it's kind of not ripe without the horn section, yeah. but still, you should go it's because only two of them. because there's. No, there's no way that that show isn't going to kick ass no, no matter it'll be, how it'll they be a do lot it. of fun no matter what. I mean, oh, God, yeah. If Robbie's got energy, yeah. that's oh, all yeah. that matters. Oh, yeah. You don't plug in a horn. It's acoustic, right? There you go. There you go. That's true. That's Good true. point. Good yeah. point. Uh, but also, actually, you know, one last one. This weekend, Bernie's has Over the Bridge, which that's a reggae rock band that we mentioned them last week on the concert report. They're from um, the Northeast. Nice. And I can't leave you without a reminder that Rollover White will be playing live in the Wave Radio Boston Studios on October 22nd. That's Thursday, October 22nd. And then Cameron Levesque. 
formerly a victim of circumstance, will be playing live in the Wave Radio Boston studios on October 29th. So stick with us and have a good time. Always nice. leave the best for last, Becca Lee. Oh. Uh, that's the way to. That's the way to do it. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, and I know you're playing hurt, so we appreciate you uh, you hanging out. We're gonna we're gonna let you go. But uh, and, and by the way, you actually sounded pretty good. So yeah. good for you. Yep. Um, oh, good. But uh, the whiskey worked. <laughs> there you go. The whiskey always works. Yes, yes. Sometimes it works a little too well. Yes. But we'll let uh, Dave Gilmore uh, take you out and let him let, let him let you know that we wish you were here. And discipline remains mercifully. Yes, and then neither would you, Derek, this star nonsense. Yes, yes. No, it is it. I'm sure of it.
617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you.
Tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine.
How'd you like to be their kids? No, incredibly musically talented. Well, and you not better be, and not bad looking. You better be. I don't know. Derek Trucks is kind of a weird looking yeah. dude. Susan, Susan's cute. Oh yeah, no. Susan Tedeschi is a very attractive woman. So that's I can uh, tell you. I can tell you that if they take after Susan, they're not going to be basketball or volleyball players. Yeah. Well, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's a danger <laughs> in, in either case. But it, no, that's a Tedeschi Trucks band, and they don't shine. Uh, from uh, their album Signs, which was released in 2019. Uh, before that, uh, our friend of the show, uh, one of his many bands, Peter the G, uh, is in Airport, and I believe engineered and produced a lot of that uh, that single that's called uh, Slow Fade from Airport. And at the top of that set, David Gilmore telling Becca Lee that uh, he wishes she were here. Wave Radio Boston is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at waveradiobostonrocks.com. Just go to the Listen link for our live programming and streaming show replays, as well as our on-demand podcasts of previous shows. Our live stream is also available through Live 365, both on their app as well as through their smart speaker interfaces. On-demand podcasts are available anytime on the Anchor FM app. Go to wrbrocks.com for everything Wave Radio Boston. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right, F you to FM. So maybe you could say F you to your boss with the old double freedom rockets out the door if you uh, had some valuable items in your record collection. Ah, yes. This is this. I've been looking forward to this segment. Yeah, so... Um, I found an article. Um, this is on investing.com. Now, I will say... I was, what the hell are you doing there? <laughs> I, apparently, it came up in my feed. Ah, I see. How did... How, well, their algorithm's just off. Yeah, you think? Because <laughs> it, it, if it's not investing yeah. in radio station equipment... Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, so the my 401k is down to a 399. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, Took a couple thousand out. Yeah. yeah. Mine's, mine's a 007. Yes. Um, so... Uh, this is no. Just want to disclose fully before people start quitting their jobs, and you know, uh, this yeah before you sell yes. at, at, at costs that are quoted. Um, so this is off of a website called za.investing.com. So I don't know that if that means it's a South African website. No, actually, the way that that works is it would be a subdirectory. Okay. Of investing.com. Okay, but it's at the be even though it's at the beginning. Yes, you I we can do that as well. Okay. We 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 actually have the capability of doing uh the first wave mm-hmm. dot wave radio boston dot com. Oh, I see. So it's that's the uh actual the domain. It, yeah, okay, it's okay. it's it, there are very easy ways to do that. All right. Don't, I, don't no. let's not nerd out on no. this one too much. No. All right. No, but, it's not Star Wars, so it's well, not worth it. All right. So <laughs> Right. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to your record collections because, you know, records were out, records were back in, records are out again, and now they're back in. Well, thank God we 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 teased this earlier mm-hmm. uh, because I'm pretty sure that they're underneath tarps in basements in so some cases. Some of these may well be. So I you well, know, our listeners may have them there. Right. Is what well, I'm getting well, at. full disclosure. I I I have this uh, this shortcutted on my phone now. So well, of that, course you do. So that you know, if I see a yard sale that looks yep. like it's got a lot of records, I may just Smart. pull up and see Smart. you know if somebody's got something out there Smart. for twenty five cents. Of course, I'll talk them down to a dime. <laughs> of but, course, you will. Um, you know, 
but so there's some there's some stuff out there, and I was a little bit surprised. And uh, so this is actually, acetate. Yes. So, so this is a seventy-eight. Yep. Um, it would have to be right. That, or, that, or else it ain't legit. Yes. So in uh, so they they have a value assigned to this. So if you have it, this is on Paramount. Um, it's called Alcohol and Jake Blues by Tommy Johnson, and um, it sold in two thousand thirteen. For thirty-seven thousand and one hundred dollars, good for you. So, if you have, uh, and the guy that bought it, mm-hmm. talk about uber douchebag, already had a copy of it and bought another one because this one actually sounded better. Oh, what a prick! Uh, so he's got two copies. Um, there's a, I'll be honest, there's a ton of Beatles stuff on here. I once again, very, very skeptical on a lot of this, but some of them are. Limited release stuff, right? Some right? of the some of the stuff that that they put out through Apple Records, right? Uh, there is some very limited pressings. Uh, they did they they did a lot of yes. that type of so, thing, and especially you know a lot of the stuff that we've heard here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. is not what was what was released in Correct. England as well. Correct. So there's so some a of lot... them are international release. Yeah, exactly. This one is all about the cover. Okay. And this is this is the, a very common one. This is a lot of one a lot of people know. Of course. Uh, so the it's the Beatles yesterday and today. Yep. And the thing that was different about this is um they the original uh cover, they were covered in meat. Yes. On the album. That is correct. Uh, on the album cover. If you can find um and so basically what happened was they released, you know, because they were the Beatles, they released it and then the label went, you did what? What? Yeah. And uh, well, so, was that on Apple? No, that was Capital. Ah, that's why. Okay, it was that was Capital. Um, uh, so it was the their their ninth album on Capital, um, and it actually contained songs that Capital refused to release from the band's EMI albums. Ah. So it was a compilation album, uh, and it also had songs that the Beatles released elsewhere in non-album form. So the idea was, you know, this was really. A money grab, anyway. Sure. So, which is probably why the Beals chose to pose with meat. Why not? You know, on them. And anyway, so they were. That was a little cheeky. Yes. Um, so, once again, I think these values are the top of the market. Sure. Right. Uh, but uh, one one uh, copy of uh, the Beatles yesterday and today. With that cover, sold, with the meat cover, with the meat cover, sold for one hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah, great. Good and you know you. what is even if, even if you have a shitty copy of it, it's mm-hmm. still worth a hell of a lot more than what you're sitting on right now. Yeah, Here's one that I found very interesting. Okay. So a lot of them, you know, nineteen thirty, sure, nineteen sixty-six. Well, well, and part of the reason is is because they were rare pressings, right? Here's one that I'm wondering if you can track. You could you could track actually track this one down. Okay, nineteen eighty-four. Okay, good year for music. You choose Pride in the Name of Love. Ah, which version? The Australian press. Aha. Now, I'll bet if you're in Australia, you might be able to find it. Well, it's possible. And if you can smuggle it out. If only I had known before my daughter was there. <laughs> yeah. Or work study. Could have paid for it. My brother had been there as well. Mm. Uh, if only I had known. Um, so this is uh, Pride in the Name of Love from 1984. It is the Australian pressing can get you $9,000. That would have paid for part of the trip for right. my brother, right? right? And for your daughter. Yes. yes. Um, here's an interesting one. So um, Frank Wilson 
um, was a producer for Motown Records. Right. And one of the best producers that Barry Gordy had. Yep. So Frank decided to go out on his own. Okay. And um, recorded a single um, all, all of his own called uh, Do I Love You? Indeed I Do in 1968. But it was never released. The song itself was covered, though, wasn't uh, it? Maybe. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, but uh, rumor has it that Barry Gordy actually had all the copies destroyed. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you can find a copy, this is a 45. Yep. Uh, Would have been a single. On Soul, Re- well, it says the label's Motown, but it says, you know, it's Soul. Right. It says Soul on the side, but right. it's, it's distributed by Motown. If you can find a copy of this, that's a $30,000 45. Well, of course it would be, because either that, it's it's almost like... It's a uh, thing of legend. It, it's almost like the uh, the uh, Atari games uh, that would have come out of mm-hmm. the landfill. Mm-hmm. Because they right. never really e. existed. If you found the E.T. game, yeah. right. Um Okay, so interesting. This one, once again, healthy skepticism. Uh, pretty much every streaming service, you just have mm-hmm. to. You know what? Sunday morning is a good time for that. Yes. When you after the jazz shift. Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, it's actually um, in the Library of Congress. Yes. It's, it's so uh, so big. So anyway, if you can find a first pressing of Miles Davis' Kind of Blue, thousand dollars. That's all. Thousand dollars. Well, I mean, it was there was probably a lot of them. Yeah, there production. were there were. But what's interesting though is, see, first pressing. I I understand why it's not more because, mm-hmm. well, it, the the run was probably pretty high. It, yeah, but Miles Davis. That was what broke Miles Davis. Uh, kind of blue. It, I don't it really. Know. I, I mean, it, that was what got. That was that was what got him into the ether. Uh, of musicians, mm-hmm. uh, I know that there were albums before that. Right. However, that one was the one that everybody heard about, mm-hmm. and if you hadn't heard about him until that point, that was the tipping point where Miles Davis became a household name. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. There were plenty of albums that were released before that. Yeah, I, yeah. I know there were, but that one is the one that y- you look at. That you look at at uh, at at Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are certain albums that are quintessential for mm-hmm. the artist, and, and yeah, that I mean one, that was. I mean, that's it. That was no question. His one of his largest um, ever. I mean, Kind of Blue is five times platinum in the U.S. Yeah. So that's five million copies. Yes. Which, which, and when you think that this came out in what was that, nineteen fifty nine? Correct. Yeah, that's a lot of albums to be selling right. over that amount of time. Yep, and uh, two million uh, certified in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, just a little tidbit: the album was recorded in uh, quick math, uh, just over forty eight days. Wow. From March 2nd of 1959 to April 22nd of 1959. And you know what? At that time, that's probably pretty quick. Uh, these mm-hmm. days, there's a lot more, or more recently since then, yep. through the 60s, through the 70s, through the 80s. Yep. And, and there's been a little bit more maybe preparation beforehand mm-hmm. uh, because he, I'm sure, went in and 
I'm mm-hmm. what I wanted to hear yeah. are the alternate takes of oh, sure. what had gone yeah. on uh, f- in the recording of yeah. Kind of Blue. All right, so um, more more the Wave uh, Radio Boston uh, up our alley here. Oh, I'm curious about this. All right, uh, 1969 on RCA, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin. Okay, so it has to be the turquoise lettering. Okay. Don't know why certain lettering was turquoise and certain lettering was not. But if you get the turquoise lettering, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, in near mint condition, you can get $1,000 for that. You know what? That's not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, David Bowie's Diamond Dogs. Oh. Uh, released in 1974 on RCA Records. Uh, let's see. Is there anything in particular of that? Okay. So you have to have the cert- certain album cover. If you've got Isn't it the, always that way? Of course. If you've got the one with the picture of Bowie on it as half a dog, half a man. Oh, I've seen that cover. Um, you can get $3,500 for that. Nice. Yep. So Diamond Dogs, 1974, the album, you know, if the album cover has Bowie as half a man, half a dog, 3500 bucks. Nice. Good work if you can get it. Yes, exactly. Especially if it's in your basement. Uh, because chances are, you know, a lot of our listeners may have turntables. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. I, I know JC's sitting there. Go, she's making notes uh, yeah, right yeah. now. It's, it's, uh, it, it, if, she's, if she's not available to listen, mm-hmm. uh, we will be sending her a copy of this so that she, uh, she can get right in there, too. Because yes. she actually has some, oh, yeah, she's got some, some avenues. Yeah. Well, not only that, but oh, she yeah, also has, access, some, yeah. she has access to mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that, uh, that mm-hmm. other people may not. Sure. Uh, and there may be some unsuspecting people who need to pay the rent during COVID. Yes. So, um, some Springsteen in here. Um, a a lesser known Springsteen song though, but one of uh, one of the I think one of my favorites. Um, Spirit in the night. Oh yeah. Um, so released in 1973 on Columbia Records. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Previous to Born to Run being released, mm-hmm. um, Spirit in the Night was released as a single. Okay. Only. Um, and it was only valuable after the River came up, uh, excuse me, Born to Run came out. Okay. Um, so once Born to Run came out, everybody was, what, where's this guy covered? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so if. Only a limited amount of promotional copy 45s were pressed. So if you can find a 45 of Bruce Springsteen Spirit in the Night on Columbia Records, you can get about five grand for nice. a 45. Hey, you know what I have for a uh, for a promotional copy? Mm-hmm. Uh is there's a Bruce Hornsby in the Range promotional CD. Okay. That is basically the best greatest hits. It's the the best greatest hits that I've ever seen them put to that, yeah. that's ever been put together. Yeah. Uh, that one is one that I actually do own because mm-hmm. in the early nineties, I worked in a record store uh-huh. and uh, when that one had died, uh, I, nobody else wanted it. So I said, uh, I want this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything listed no, of value for vinyl. that? This okay. Okay. It's all vinyl. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just curious. Yeah. Um, Rolling Stones. Okay. Uh, so 1968 on London Records. Yeah. Um, so Street Fighting Man. Yep. Very famous album. Yep. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, 45. 45. Yeah, right. It's a single. Yeah. Um, does it say what album was released on? Uh, but anyway, I can't remember. Um, 
I'm sure our listeners know. Listener line 617-829-9283. Text line 617-764-9283. So originally when they released the 45 for Street Fighting Man, it was released with a, uh, the jacket was a black and white image of a policeman standing over an injured protester on the sleeve. Oh, that's not going to work these days. So um, the label found out about it. What are you guys doing? Pulled it, and only 18 of those records made it out. Really? 18. Wow, that's a rarity. So in 2011, one of those sold for uh, $17,000. Sorry, wow. I, I'll let uh, no, you guess No, 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 I would, have, I would have guessed more. Uh, yeah, $17,000. Wow. Yep. Uh, more more, it's 2011, so it's actually kind of pre the vinyl yes, renaissance, which so, it was. Yeah. So I, I would imagine that these days it might go for more with the exactly. vinyl renaissance. Yeah. Uh, what year was that? Uh, that was released in 1968. So what can you imagine that that would have cost retail in 1968? 25 cents. I'm guessing. Yeah. 17 grand. Yeah. Yeah. If you were, you know. Here's an interesting one, and I bet there are probably people, well, I, I don't know. It says 20 or 30 copies only only made it out. Okay. Olivia Newton-John. Xanadu. And Electric Light Orchestra. Yep, yep. Uh, from 1980. Yep. On, on the uh, Jet MCA record label. Okay. Uh, so... I have something from her, so now I have to look. Is is this a single or an album? No, this is the album. Ah, damn. I know I have a single somewhere. Um, and uh, so basically she collaborated with ELO um, yep. to, uh, oh, no, to release a sim- single simply called Xanadu. So it is a single song. Oh, I have one. So the thing is, and there's two, pe- there's two um, things here, and I'm not sure if it's this one, um, but when the single was originally released... Olivia Newton-John reportedly disliked how she looked on the cover so much that she asked the record company to destroy them all. So they obliged, and there are 20 to 30 copies in existence. I'm pretty sure that the cover for the single of Xanadu that I own Mm -hmm. does not have her picture on it. I'm pretty sure that it is basically a graphic. Yeah, so if you could find it, it... if you could find it, and I think it's it's, it's a really By odd By the way, picture. you have to remember that I was DJing yes. for a while, so that's the only reason I own that. There, and I can understand why. If 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 this is true, the um, the spindle hole actually goes through the middle of her nose. Oh, so, that ain't good. Yeah, yeah, like uh, a shot right between the eyes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's so. But good. if you can find a copy of it, it's potentially worth nine thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, I, nine thousand. I'm gonna have to look at the. Uh, I'm gonna have to look at the sleeve of my single. I know I have one. It was just actually found mm-hmm. through my family in a collection of yep. a bunch of singles that I don't even think I told you about this. Mm-hmm. I have a stack of singles that I got oh, really? uh, back uh, not that long ago that were found of part of my prior collection. Oh, cool. Uh, I will have to bring them in. Uh, yeah, well, we, we'll, we'll have yeah, to display just... them. I don't care. We'll tack them up on the wall for all, right. all I care. Okay. Um, all right. Bob Dylan, mm. 1963 on Columbia Records. Don't think twice, it's all right. The Freewheeling Bob Dylan. So that's the uh, album where he's walking down the street kind of huddled mm-hmm. up with, yep. uh, with yep. a young lady. Um, 
So this is about putting the wrong songs on. Ah, that happens. So um, they... Is it the wrong song or the wrong label? No, the wrong songs. Okay. So they actually pressed the incorrect songs. So if you have a record with a serial number that ends in dash 1A, okay. Um you're going to get several songs not pegged for originally pegged for the release, uh, Rocks and Gravel and Talking uh, John Birch Blues. Oh. If you have an album with those on there, guard it with your life cuz it's worth $35,000. Nice. Uh, there's some student loans grand. being paid off there. There you go. There you go. Let's say let's uh let's uh Go around a little bit. Uh, the cane mutiny, that's weird. Um, all right, here's here's one. The White Stripes. Ah, that's a little more recent. 1998. Yep. Uh, Lafayette Blues. Okay. So this is a very early album in their, uh, in their um, iteration. Um, uh, so 1998 on Italy Records. Ah. Um, so Manja. This, this is a single. For uh, Lafayette Blues, and if you have a the hand painted cover, oh, the, the well, one with a hand painted the hand painted cover, cover has to be worth more anyway. Yeah. I'm sure you paid more for it in the originally. Yes, well, I'm sure, right? Um, so uh, Dave Buick, uh, the founder of Italy Records, actually did hand painted covers. Wait a minute, it's 1998 and it's, it's vinyl, and he's doing hand painted covers. Yeah, uh, it was obviously a boutique label. Well, right? uh, let's put it this way. Yep. Those of you hardcore White Stripes fans yes. might have this. Yes. There is no way anybody else is going to have this because in 1998, mm -hmm. to find a hand-painted cover yes. of a 45 vinyl single, mm -hmm. you might as well try to look for a unicorn. So it was. It, you, it only cost $6 back in 98. That sounds about right. Because uh, nobody was buying vinyl at that point. Right, for right. you know, at that point, it, it was it was beyond the cassette single. Holy it was crap! Ninety eight yeah. was was CD singles. Uh, so talk about return on your investment for okay. your for your six dollar okay, investment. Six bucks. Uh, any guess on uh, uh, value let's, today? Let's go with thirteen grand. Ooh, so close! Twelve seven. Very, ah, good. Very ah, good. Not That's bad. Huh? I I know my white stripes value. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so here's one that. I used to, I know I used to see in the stacks all the time. Okay, and was it the correct one though? Well, that's the thing, and and I looked at I did look at this one, and um, I don't see. I think it has to be the first pressing. Okay, because it was an only a, a, a thousand um, copy run. That would have been that would have been or a limited edition, special edition, whatever. Right, right. But this nobody knew this band. Okay, um, so nineteen eighty nine. Nirvana's Bleach. Oh, yeah. So it's the one with the black and white cover, okay. and it's like a photo negative, yep. right? Yep. Uh, on Released on Sub Pop. So this is when they were, you know, with, um, uh, what's his name? Yeah. In, in, the, in, the, in the studio, but it was still, um, it was on Sub Pop, right? Um, if you find that uh, an original, original pressing of Nirvana's Bleach, $2,500. That's not bad. Uh, and if it's subsequent pressings, uh, it's up to 1100 Nice. Because the third pressing only contained 500 copies. Mm. So. so the third pressing isn't worth... Because they, they, you know, there was already stuff in circulation. I got you, but uh, you would think yeah. that only a five hundred copy pressing would have been worth. You I would, mean, that's probably you still. Imagine. You know what? You can probably still get somebody to pay five hundred bucks for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, let's see here. So this is, you know, some of these are I, I really have some doubts about, like the Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen. Oh, that's uh, a big album. It it what? Well, this is the single. Oh, single. Oh, this the is a single. single. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so a uh, a side. I'm sorry. God Save the Queen was the B, B side. side, right? No Feeling was the A side. Yep. Released in 1977 on Virgin A and M. Okay. It um was released at the same time as the Queen Queen Elizabeth II's Silver Jubilee. That makes sense. Uh, the 25th anniversary of her taking the throne, yep. right? Um. God, that was a long time ago. It, that record was banned by the BBC as well as the Independent Broadcasting Authority, and is still banned today. Oh, I'm sure they're but, they're on the they're on the do not play list. But if you can find a copy of this single, okay, it's worth seventeen thousand wow, dollars for a freaking single. For a single, that's beautiful. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, just well, uh, you know what is, you may have to sell it in England. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's, let's find one more to. Uh, so while Pete's on. looking for that, is what do you guys have? Uh, is there something that you think is unique that mm-hmm. is in your collection that you'd like to know? Uh, we can look it up. Uh, give us a call, 617-829-9283. Uh, send us a text. Listener line's always better, but, you know, we know that some of you are a little shy. Text line 617-764-9283. All right, here's one that uh, Tony Thomas may well have in his collection. Ah, he has quite a collection. Uh, 1963 on RCA Records, Elvis Presley's Speedway. Ooh. So this was uh, Elvis's 17th album. Okay. Um, and uh, it was the soundtrack to the movie of the same name. Okay. Um. Yeah, the album came in mono and stereo. Mm. That was right about that time. You know what? That was actually a little ahead of its time for mm-hmm. stereo at that point in 63. Yep. So the one that's worth money is the mono. Is the mono. Of course it is. And because uh, everybody bought the stereo. That's right. So if you can find a mono version of Elvis Presley's Speedway, it's worth $5,000. And that's the full album, correct? Full album. Nice. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, there was one more. Okay, so here's here's one. Okay. Now this may... Uh, if you see the smile... If you could see the smile on Pete's face... I, I, well, I can tell. I can tell. I know why he's ending on this one. Well, because it, it, is the, the, the he? You know what it was? It wasn't even really a smile. Yeah. It was kind of a little curl <laughs> on the side of yes. the mouth on that one. Uh, and I'm looking at it, going, "Okay, now I want to hear this." So this is one of the ones, and and the reason why, because I know that people threw this out. Okay, I know. That it happened, or sold in a box at a yard sale yeah, for, for the entire yeah. box was a dollar. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. Um, Just get it out of my basement. Exactly. Right. This was left over. My my dad passed away. You know, I have to get. You know, long. Uh, sorry, nineteen twenty seven. Okay. On Black Patty Records. Okay. Not racist at all. No, not at all. Um, long Cleve Reed and Little Harvey Hull. With the Down Home Boys, original Stacko Lee. Uh, oh, really? Original Stacko Lee Blues, Mama, You Don't Know How. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, I, I actually know that song. So, maybe not by them, but right. I, it's been done. 
so they were uh, so Long Cleve Reed and Little Harvey Hull uh, were uh, singer songwriters in the early 1900s in Mississippi. Okay. In 1927, they released their vinyl album, Mama Don't You Know How. Um, and uh, they were ahead of their time as the blues really wasn't prominent yet. Mm hmm. Um, Nobody had heard it yet. Right. So the Down Home Boys recorded the album it was on, before on, on Black Party. Patty Records, okay. a Chicago label, okay. that released just 55 albums on that label. Wow. That entire label only released 55 wow. albums. Wow. Right? So if you have a copy of this, of course, this is a 78, so it's a small hole. Black Patty Records, it's got a, um, a um, peacock on the cover. Okay. It's uh, Once again, it says uh, original Stack Lee Blues, Long Cleave. Reed and Little Harvey Hull, Down Home Boys, the whole thing, right? Any guess on what this little gem is worth? $78,000. Oh, just over. Just uh, over. $70,000. Yeah. $70,000. Yeah, I, 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 I can't believe that I can guess these things within a reasonable... Reasonably close. Yeah, yeah. reasonably close. Yeah. $70,000. $70,000, yep. You know what? That's really damn cool. Because, yes. uh, you know... When you look at it is there were most of the blues that the American public heard mm -hmm. has heard for almost a hundred years. Right. Has been brought to us by uh certain northern white people yep. who yeah, there was there obviously was some commercial side of uh, of that where mm -hmm. they thought that they could make some money. Sure, but they really loved the music. I mean, John Hammond is a great example. There, yep. there's so many people that have have helped with that. Yep. and those those albums, especially the ones that Hammond has, there were so many of them pressed that they're probably not worth that much. No, no, no. Uh, but when I because yeah, everybody had one, right? Yeah. Because it was one where it's like, wow, what's this? Yeah, and anybody who had any kind of musical. Uh, taste of 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 looking for something different mm -hmm. uh, saw john hammond as i mean he was the man um but when you look at it there are so many others that were picked up mm -hmm. either earlier later contemporary with with him yeah that they just didn't get the 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 distribution mm -hmm. Uh, and this is one of those. Yeah. Uh, those well, are 55 the for the entire label. Yes. So. And that's where you <laughs> yeah. want, those are the types of artists that you yeah. want to look exactly. for and, and find if you're interested in the blues. It's hard, it's hardcore collecting for sure. But you know, there's some interesting nuggets in there. Uh, definitely going to be on the lookout for the U2 album, a first pressing of the, uh, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin album. Yep. I have a first pressing of, uh, Led Zeppelin, um, four. No, it's a physical. No, the one with the uh, cashmere. The, no, <laughs> stop. It's cashmere's on the album. Um, it's a it's a double record, and I think it's physical graffiti. It's the one with the um, uh, apartment building on the cover. I think you're right. I think that's um, physical. Graffiti. I believe I believe that's physical graffiti. Really? I ha I do have a first pressing of that. that have you present. looked that up? I haven't. It wasn't on the list, but I, I I will try to look up the value of that in the next break. I'll let you, let you know how much money I'm sitting on. Yeah, yeah, at but least twenty five bucks. That's right. That's uh. right. I'm sure it's at least twenty five. <laughs> but in the next break, you got you want to stay uh, tuned for this next break because uh, I want to tell you about an interview that happened on another show uh, on the station. 
Uh, but it's got a super cool tie into some some uh, stuff coming yeah, up that you're I really going to like. I am dying to hear this. Yes, yeah, so this is uh, really cool stuff. Those those of you who appreciate uh, early computer game systems, yes. vintage, video game vintage systems, video games. Uh, you are going to want to stay tuned. Yes. All right. Some music. Blackberry Smoke.
Dave Radio Boston. What are you people? On dope?
not serving the public interest, just our own.
Freddie Mercury and his man Queen, I Want to Break Free on Wave Radio Boston. Before that, the first Brian Wheat-produced single from our friends in Bad Marriage, That's Together, soon to be releasing a full-length EP with uh, all the recordings from their sessions with Brian. Coming very soon. We're and, anxious to hear. And that and that damn Neve board. Yes, yes, the Neve console. Oh. And at the top of that set, Blackberry Smoke. I'll keep rambling. Interested in having your own show on Wave Radio Boston? Whether you broadcast from our Greater Boston studio, your own home, or somewhere in between, we want to help you make your show a reality. Just send an email to share the air at waveradioboston.com and we'll help you share the air with us. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right, Wave Radio Boston is more than just the first wave. Yeah, and, and before we get to that, I just yes. wanted to mention is, is that, that, you know, uh, Becca's not here. Yes. Uh, it and and as much as she makes our show better, and I know that. Yes. Uh, we're kind of reverting back to the old days yeah, uh, before are. Becca joined us, yes. and I I just figured uh, this is a, a, the opportunity to say, uh, wow, it feels different and weird. It's uh, really weird, but in a really good way because it's an, it's almost like nostalgic. You know, we were just talking <laughs> we were just talking yes. about all of these old albums and singles yeah. and things, all yeah. this old vinyl yeah. that's worth a ton of money. Yeah, and it, it, that was a great timing for that mm-hmm. uh, because this is how Wave Radio Boston started. Is <laughs> is yeah. is you and I? We looked at it going, let's grab some microphones and let's just try doing something. Right, and 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 we've been fortunate enough uh-huh. uh, to create something that is is really cool and getting better yes. uh yes. but really really cool yep. uh with what we've been able to do mm-hmm. uh so make sure folks uh like our facebook page at wave radio boston rocks tell your friends if you like what we're doing mm-hmm. uh even if you don't tell them anyway maybe they go. will there you go all right um so we, uh, the first wave is not the only uh, program on Wave Radio Boston, and we're, we'll, we'll run through all those programs. Um, but I did want to uh, take a, a, a minute or a break here to, to highlight a uh, interview done on one of the other shows. Um, I'm really interested in this, and I can't believe I forgot that it exists. I had there were other things going on in my life yeah, on Monday. You, you missed it. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I missed, missed it. You missed it. Uh, so we're we're going to have a. a Anchor, I, I take it. Uh, no, um, we don't. Uh, we don't share her. Ah, stuff. I got you. All right, so, so you're gonna have to send that to me so yeah. I can hear this. So um, you you can find it if you uh, head uh, to uh, Bottoms Up Appetite for Discussions Facebook page. Ah, uh, she yes. usually posts uh, the link to her Hulk Share uh, ah, page, gotcha. uh, and you can find this on uh, Ashley's uh, Hulk Share. But Monday, Ashley's guest was a gentleman named Tommy Tallarico. Yes. Um, so uh, Tommy is a renowned uh, video game music developer. Okay. Um, and... So just part of... I mean, just part of this... So yeah. this guy's got an amazing story. I, I would like you all to go listen. So Tommy dialed in. So Ashley is on from uh, 7 to 9... Uh, Mondays, Tommy dialed into the guest line at a, just at eight, as he promised he would. Mm-hmm. 
We hung up the phone with Tommy. 930? 933. Ah, ah, great. See, now that's a great interview right yeah. there. And he was a house of fire the entire time. Nice. And to say that this guy has an amazing story is a not hyperbole. It's it's a bit of an undersell, nice. to be honest with you. Nice. So to start off with, regionally, born in Springfield, Massachusetts, mm. 1968, right? Grew up around here. Uh, does his a surname sound familiar to you at all? Tallarico is uh, is Stephen Tyler's uh, last name. Uh, that's correct. Uh, or as Tommy referred to him, cousin cousin Steve. Steve. <laughs> nice. So uh, yeah, so Stephen Tyler of Arrowsmith um, was Tommy's um, cousin. Uh, Tommy was very musically inclined himself uh, during his youth. Um, so you know, was very very into music and very into video games. That that makes sense. So grew up in the eighties, much like us. He's two, two years older than us. Yep. yep. Um, and um, so at the age of twenty one, okay, uh, had always been into video games. Had done a lot of stuff locally with you know you know being into video games, but really you know not just as a fan. Right. 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 Because it's not like there was a, a anything to do going right. on yes. at that point. Right. Um, now there is. So at age twenty one. Jumped in his Pontiac Fiero. Oh, good for him. With a... Uh, as, long, as long as the electricity s- stayed with it. Yeah. Because yeah, that was the problem yeah, with those. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love those cars. Oh. The design was so cool. Yeah, roller skate on wheels. Yeah. Uh, but uh, jumped in his Fiero with a credit card with a $500 limit on it. A Not uh, bad in 1989. A, a, um, a loaf of bread, loaf, loaf of white bread. A can of peanut butter, a, a jar of peanut butter, and a jar of jelly. Nice. Um, a duffel bag with, um, amongst other things, a pair of jeans and two t-shirts. Ah. Decided he was going to drive across across the country. Okay. So he's heading to Silicon Valley. I take it. No, he was headed to L.A. Ah, okay. Because he was going to make L.A. was where he wanted to be. Okay. Uh, it was the eighties. Yeah. Sure. Um. So, uh, I mean, hell, he was just following the Fresh Prince. Exactly. Um, so drives, but doesn't drive straight, right? Goes to um, Beale Street, goes yep. to Graceland, yep. um, goes to... Does he head down Mississippi Way? Or... Yeah, he did, yep. yep. Um, goes to Vegas, goes, you know, really yep. sees the country yep. on his yep. way. There. I'm going to guess that it was Austin to Vegas. Uh, probably. If I had to guess. Probably. Um, so did an, an amazing trip. Okay. Arrives in Vegas, uh, arrives in California. Okay. Just about penniless. Okay. At this point. Yeah. Right? Well, the, you the would credit card so. is credit card's done. Yeah. The bread's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he arrives he, in, he's licking the peanut butter jar. Yeah. So like every movie cliche shows up, parks his car on Hollywood and mine. Yep. Right. Gets out of his car, sees the volumes of homeless people, crackheads, and hookers, and says, Oh my God, what have I done? Yes. <laughs> you know what? Right? At least he was smart enough to realize that. Yeah, absolutely. So promptly walks up to one of the homeless people and says, Hey, where does Mickey Mouse live? Because, you know, that'd I want to go. That'd be Anaheim. <laughs> right. So heads out, heads to Orange County. Okay. Orange County starts to see. The girls and the beaches. Well, you got to figure this is 1989, right? Based on yeah. based on the math. Yeah. So starts to say, okay, all right, that this seems a little bit better to me, but still, uh, makes his way to uh, Huntington Beach. 
Ah, yep. volleyball. And decides, well, if I've got no place to sleep, I might as well have a view. <laughs> yeah. And uh, sets up shop underneath the Huntington Beach Pier. Pier, okay. As All a right. As a basically a homeless person. I've been there. Yep. Not as a homeless person. No, no, not at the time. I was yeah. on vacation. Yes. Um, I, it was close. So I was on vacation. So decides, all right, you know, I, I'm not. This isn't going to happen to me. Uh, gets a paper, sees an ad uh, for Guitar Center. Ah, uh, I'm not sure exactly which one. If it was in Anaheim or in LA, anyways, walks in for a uh, keyboard salesperson. Okay, walks into the uh, Guitar Center, asks for the manager. Uh, manager comes out. Is something wrong, sir? Can I help you, sir? Um, nope. Um, can we go talk? Yeah, sure. Let's go talk. Um, I just want to let you know I'm saving you a lot of time, saving you a lot of effort. I'm saving you a lot of money. I'm your keyboard salesman. You don't have to. You don't have to interview anybody else. You don't have to do anything else. I'm your guy. And the guy's like, right, you know, we have to go through this. We have to go through that. He's like, he's like, what? No, I'm pretty sure he said it as, I'm your guy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Um, what do you want me to go sell? I'll, that stapler? I'm going to go sell somebody your stapler. I'll be right back. And the guy's like, no, all right, I, I get it, kid. I get it. I get it. All right. You're my, you're my keyboard sales guy. Nice. Come back tomorrow. Start tomorrow. All right. So day three in LA, right? Okay. He's going through, you know, going through the wardrobe. He's got three, t- three t-shirts. Well, what, you know, what am I going to wear for my first day at Guitar Center? So he's got a couple t-shirts, but he's got his lucky t-shirt. Uh, what he considers his lucky T-shirt, okay. which is a TurboGrafx 16 T-shirt, <laughs> right? So for, wow, that's rare. Yeah, exactly. But that's probably worth money. So you know, for those of you that aren't aware, TurboGrafx 16 was a very, very off the grid Japanese um, console in mm-hmm. the, from the uh, mid 80s yep. that hardly anybody that I knew had. No, I, I don't. I don't know anybody who had it. So he had. Um, Done like a survey through well, you know what the gamer magazine or the key, something. The key is at the time, yeah, uh, it was a 16 bit game console, exactly, as opposed to the eights right. that were well, there were some 16s, but it was predominantly it was, an eight bit, right? Thing but going. but the, the the key to that was mm-hmm. is that they had the they had the Japanese writers of these video right. games, exactly. who had created most of them in the first right. place, right. Uh, all the way back into the 70s, exactly, uh, behind that console, yeah, and anyway, I, I why. I'm sure there's a story as to why that console never took off. But anyway, so he 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 wants you know so he he does this survey, um, you know paper survey, and he gets a, um, a, a, a notified that uh, they're they're doing an event, and um, so his mom drives him eight hours to this event, and he actually can you know goes in and he's able to play the uh, TurboGrafx 16 and gets a T-shirt. Wins a T-shirt. Yeah, gets a T-shirt out of so, it. So he's going to his first day yes. on his job in L.A. Yeah. With a T-shirt that he won. He won, yeah. So, by the way, you, For, can, you can win Wave Radio Boston T-shirts here, go. too. We'll talk about that That's later. Right. So uh, for, for an obscure Japanese con- game console. As opposed to the obscure uh, 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 New England ra- uh, internet radio station, right? Exactly. All right, yeah. So this is the shirt I'm going to wear. Goes to sh- goes to work. He's at work for an hour, two hours. Guy comes up to him and says, "Where the fuck did you get that t-shirt?" <laughs> he goes, "I'm in the business. I'm a game developer, and I don't have that. T-shirt. I don't have that t-shirt." Yeah. He's like, "Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. The gameplay was awesome." He goes, 
You played that console? <laughs> I've never played that console. Nice. So they start talking, right? Two, maybe three hours into his first shift yep. of his third day in LA. He had already quit his job. Guy says, I work for a startup company called Virgin Video Games. How'd you like a job? <laughs> Is hired as the first game tester for Virgin, Virgin Video Games. Holy crap. And from and there, even Virgin is a name that most people don't know, right? From video, from a video game perspective. Right. But Branson was that yes. was when Branson was, was kind of doing, thing, you know, right. his wide, right, you know, wide thing. And um, so from there, he just started harassing people about um, music in video games. Mm-hmm. So harass, harass. You know, let me do the music for this game. Let me do the music for this game. You're, you're the game tester. Yeah, yeah. So finally. <laughs> Who the hell are you? They got they got the contract for Prince of Persia oh, for Game Boy, which was huge. Prince of Persia was a big game, but this yeah. was an expansion pack for yep. for Game Boy. Game Boy, okay. And um, which the Game Boy version of that was big, from what I understand. That was past I, I was my, never a big was, Game Boy. That guy. was past my yeah. prime. Uh, I know some people who are close to me that yeah. might be able to. I mean, it was it was it was portable for the first time. I know that was a mm-hmm. big thing, um, but anyway, so. What you'll find with his with Tommy's story is he takes something that is accepted as the norm and goes, why don't we try this? Mm-hmm. And then just has a blind devotion and passion for doing that. Wow. And perseveres. Okay. So he, he you know, badger, badger, badger. Sure. They, they say, sure, kid. You got, you know, and it, whatever it was. It was yeah, like, we, we're not going to hire somebody to do yeah. it, so you go ahead. But he had like 260K or something yep. of space. Right, right. On the cartridge right, to do it. Right, So if, you know, and if you've played legacy video games ever before, yep. um, you know that the sound happened throughout the game. Right. The music happened constantly. Yep. So Tommy says... What about if we reserve? We only have a little bit of space. Right, right. I'd rather right. I'd rather make it sound good, good, and reserve it for special events yep. within the game. Nice, so smart guy. So he t- once again looks at the norm, puts it a little bit off mm-hmm. off off kilter, and mm-hmm. just I want to say blindly because well, that's well, that's like he didn't put thought he had into a vision. it, right? And he believed in the vision, yep. and that is the key. And that's what he preaches. He's like, I, I am a positive guy. I believe in the power of positive thinking. Mm-hmm. And it is from what he's done. You can't, you can't doubt the guy. No, no. I mean, so, he's right. So that began this career of him developing music for video games for twenty plus years. Yep. Like that's not enough. Okay. He decides everybody loves the music in video games. I'm going to create a symphony orchestra which <laughs> just performs video game themes. Okay. So he has done this. He has um, some uh, Guinness Book He's a Guinness Book of World Record holder. Okay. For multiple things, you know, most of them related to video game soundtracks. Sure. Stuff. But he has played. Um, the Beijing Bird's Nest multiple times to in excess of 30,000 people per seating wow. for this symphony orchestra. Wow. So 
like all of this isn't enough. Okay. Right? No, because this is pretty impressive. Right. So this is really preamble to what we're, we're, we're right, trying to right. talk we're, about. We're not, but we're this not, guy's story not, is just so amazing. We're not even to the meat yet. Yeah. But this guy's story is just so amazing. So at, at some point, he decides, you know, I've been doing all this stuff. Um, this is great. But I see, I see where consoles are and, you know, the... Uh, the video game industry is a huge industry. There are 200 million hardcore gamers in in the worldwide. So this must have been early 90s at this uh, point. No, 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 no. This is much later. This is this is much later. Oh. Uh, I, I forget. I think in the early 2000s. Okay, okay. Um, that you know, just he, wanted to he grab started, perspective. Yeah, yeah. He started this paperwork. I'd have to look at the exact date. Yeah. but he buys the rights to acquires the rights to somehow and becomes president of. In television, America, which had been defunct for at that point time. for quite some time, long time. So, for those of you who are too young to remember, in television was the other console yes. that that folks had didn't have a joystick, had a disc. It had a disc and a number pad. Yes, the number remember. pad was interesting. Yeah. And what's interesting is, is it had overlays for the number pad. You figure the the Coleco had yeah. a number pad and a joystick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atari had a joystick and a single orange button, right. as I've said many times. Yes. And then you have the Intellivision, which has a disc that you use to maneuver instead yep. of a joystick yep. with the number pad. Mm-hmm. And there were, uh, when you got the game, yep. you got the game cartridge, which you put into your console. Yep. But you also had the little uh, plastic slip-in overlay. cover yep. overlay yep. that went in over the numbers so that you could do other things yep. Just beyond uh, what that joystick or controller right. normal controller XY could do. Yeah, uh, you know, exactly. Beyond XY axis. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Tommy acquired the rights to Intellivision. He was determined to bring the console back. His vision in speaking to him is brilliant. Okay. Once again, takes what is something that is a given. Yep. Turns it a little bit to the to the right, mm-hmm. and then just with the power of belief yep. and um, you know uh, this drive yep. um, has persevered. He has created a platform, and the basis of the 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 idea behind this platform is: what were your fondest you know for us for yep. our generation? Yep. Yep. What were your fondest memories of? Playing video games, oh. right? Your, your fondest memories of playing video games are there's a bunch of you in a room yep. Yep. getting it's together. Social. It's, it's social. Exactly. It's together, yep. right? He it, says... It, it's, not, it's not World of Warcraft where you're playing against people somewhere else in the, in the, exactly. in the world. Yep. It's you against the people, whether they be friends or acquaintances, right. that are in that room. In your room, right. And and you guys beating the living snot out of each or other. Or co-op. Yeah, yeah. Or co-op. Yep, of course. Yep. And 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 doing it that way. But which, it's an interaction. It's a it's a complete social interaction. Right. In a way that those of us who grew up in that way, it is you're physically there with that person. Right. And you can literally give them a little nudge with your exactly. elbow. Throw a sofa pillow at them yep, or whatever. Yep, whatever it takes. That's right. So that's what his basis was. Okay. That's where the most fun I ever had playing a video game. I mm-hmm. want to get back to that. Yeah. But he said, because there's, you know, so often the kid will get a console or a game and disappear in their yep. room for yep. three days. Yep. And, and you, you never, never see him. him. Nope. And if you want to play, 
it's impossible because there's a million buttons now. I know you say you struggle with this all the time. I do. There's a million buttons. You can't and and it's not. Um, you can't. It's not fun for you, and it's not fun for the kid because they're so much better than right. you. Oh, of course. And the game is geared towards their level, of course, versus your level. Yep, I'm right with you. So what Tommy has done is he's strived to create a console that is designed to live in the living room. Okay, right. It's see a, the Wii tried to do that, and you know what? They didn't do a bad job. Well, that's and that's a lot of the basis of his marketing campaign. Yep, he said. Some of the statistics um, that he talks about, 200 million hardcore gamers. Yep. Great. Yep. There's a bunch of people competing for that. Yep. And that's not their, hard, that's right. not their audience, I take it. There are 3 billion people that play games on their handheld devices. Yep. Most of the time, it's... it's, it's uh, Something simple. Yeah, anything. Jump, I mean, jump buggy. I, I, I do... I do uh, Crossy crossword, bird. I do crossword puzzles, sure. Sudoku, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I sit there and I do that. Sure. Sure. So that's the market he wants. Okay. Right? He used the Wii um, example. Yep. He said, however... And he quoted however many units they sold. Which is a lot. Over 70% of those units... Yep. Never bought another game other than Wii Sports. Oh, see, that's just wrong. That came with it. Because Wii Sports has... Well, Wii Sports has everything. Right. And, and so if you're going to hit the target right off... You know what? I get that. Right. Because Wii Sports, you, I probably could have been okay right. with doing exactly. the Wii with just what and, was there. And it went into old age homes. Mm-hmm. It went into you know preschools because yep. it got people moving. Right. There was actual physical cardio going on exactly. with that. As opposed to just my... Just my wrist and my left uh, thumb. Well, I mean that's you, but that was how I started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- thumbs and fingers now, yeah. but but still, it was it was an active thing. So he has taken a lot of those elements and that that and created the Intellivision Amico. Ah. So the Amico is the new platform that is. Uh, it's now the the launch has been pushed a bit. It was supposed to be next month. They pushed it to um, uh, early. Um, early uh, um, April. Well, this is what happens when COVID hits China. Well, so he's done a really good job. It, um, so the release date now is four three two one. Nice, right? Nice. Uh, instead of ten ten twenty. Okay, which he yeah, had before. Yeah, yeah. So four three two one. You know what? Yeah, I'm in. Yep. So um, the game system is so they have a a, a, a a very simple tagline. Okay. For for the Amico. Simple, affordable, family entertainment. Right? What is Good that, luck. What does that spell? Safe. Safe. Nice. And, right. and you know what is, is good luck? But something tells me he's going to succeed with this mm-hmm. because he's succeeded with everything else that he's done. Yep. And, and this is the type of, to me, this is the type of system that has the potential to be able to pull in those of us who are exactly. quite a bit older, yep, uh, as well as maybe even our parents who might have been a little bit intimidated sure. by the games even at that time yep. when they when they were simple, mm-hmm. uh, and and be able to bring in the younger people yep. because there's uh, there's going to be more to it than just what we wanted, right? And he's what he's done. Is he, you know, when he bought in television, I'm sure he got a lot of the game rights. Mm-hmm. So he's got a lot of the classic in television games. He's got Astro Smash. Yep. He's got um, uh, the uh, other Running Man. Oh, game, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. But he also 
went and got Atari Legacy games. Nice. He's got asteroids. Nice. And he's got asteroids in the classic mode. Yep. But then he's updated it. So a lot of these games, they've they they have the so the eight bit version. Yep. Yep. And then they have a, a amazing yep. whatever it is now. Yeah. You know, ten if it's ten eighty or what, whatever. Yeah, it's probably ten eighty. And it's definitely a ten eighty system. But I don't know if that's what the graphic right, right, thing right. is. But Missile Command. Oh God. Same thing. Can you imagine Missile Command with uh with with actual lasers instead it's, of these it's, blocks? It's insane. I've seen I've seen the gameplay Have video. You? It's incredible. Wow. Looking. Um and so he's done all of that. Then he, you know, he's going for the Wii thing. By the way, now I know why you didn't want me to geek out earlier. Yeah, right. <laughs> so then he's gone for the the Wii the towards yep. the Wii mark. Okay. What's the biggest game like that right now? Accelerometer. Right, so so the the controllers will have the Excel, motion yep. the motion okay. detection in it. So, what's the biggest? Game? I have absolutely no idea. Well, no, right no, now. but the game that's not a a video game. What's the biggest game that people play right now that would have a motion control to it? Mm, Kevin McHale, cornhole. Oh, ah, there you go. Now that's smart, right? Now, if he puts out darts, I'm with it because Wii's darts was a little yeah, iffy. that's iffy. Yeah, if he can do it better, mm-hmm. I'm in. So cornhole, okay. He's got um, an entire. You mentioned um, some some more uh, traditional games. Yep. He's got um, the version of uh, I forget what they call it exactly, but it's card games. Yep. Um, so the control, like, like I mean, you could do you could do blackjack. Yep. Oh, well, he's got blackjack. With that, that that's blackjack just like cards. so cool. Yeah. Uh, right. 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 And stuff and. Um, so the the system comes with two controllers, okay, um, that have all that. You can also download a free Android or iOS app, and you can com- you can expand it to up to eight players. Wow! Because you figure all the smartphones these days right. have accelerometers and everything else that you can use with right. it. That's amazing. Now, did did he speak at all to the um, the latency that? That the possible latency of working with an Android controller as opposed to one that's wired. Yeah, no, I mean we didn't get into the, no, the technical no, of course, details. Of course, but that would be interesting. Yeah. But you know what? If he's putting the, it nothing's out there, wired. If he's putting oh oh, so it's a, it's a wireless controller yes, anyway. Yeah, okay, they are wireless. It's just yeah. depending on how you yeah. communicate with it. Wow, this this sounds amazing. So Pete, uh, tell us mm-hmm. what is this Amico system? Yes going to retail for because so, that's what i really want to know yes. right now so um it's once again simple affordable mm-hmm. family entertainment 299 249 ah even better in pre in pre-order uh and at launch but yep. you know who knows if demand goes crazy yeah so you can pre-order today um to go to intellivisionamico.com you can pre-order and the, there's two standard um consoles okay there's a black console uh and they all have and, and the console and the, the thing i should mention oh come on there isn't a brown the thing i should ah, mention okay. is um the consoles have uh, leds built into them that right. change colors and the controllers change colors to the color of the person you are in the game <sighs> smart um, Talk about somebody who's learned everything that there is to right, learn right? from video games from the 70s mm-hmm. on. Exactly. And has taken the best of those things, created created this within it, mm-hmm. and then expanded beyond that to where it 
should have been if the technology was exactly. there. That's what this sounds like to yep. me. So, so in essence, the console is going to be about half of what a standard console is. I know sure. PS5 is going to release around the same time, yep. if not actually might, Sooner, might already I think. be launched. It, yeah. It's close. But that's usually between four and $500 on, on initial launch sure. for those. Absolutely. So this is half. Yep. So uh, it is but, going... It, but if that's what you're looking for... Right. Because this is not what everybody's going to be looking for. No. I can tell you, the hardcore right. gamers, oh, yeah. this is not for them. And he doesn't care. No. And for those <laughs> of us the, for those of us who yeah. just want to play again... Exactly. Because we haven't played in a billion years... Yep. Uh, and play with our families, whether mm-hmm. it be our parents, our kids. Sure. Uh, this is the this is sounds to me like the console yep. that you look at, going, "Why didn't anybody think of this sooner?" Exactly. Um, so the the two forty nine is going to get you the two controllers, and um, the challenge always is, well, you know, you buy a control, you buy the system, you have to buy a game, mm-hmm. right? No, no, it's going to have six games installed. Yep. In the pack, and let's and let's hope that he succeeds as well as we does. Mm-hmm. However, has more to offer. Yeah. So the the list of games uh, already sounds incredible. So uh, would you like to take a guess on the price range of the games? Uh, I'm going to guess twenty four ninety nine. So the games are and see, I don't know what a game for a PS. Four or five They're costs. Fifty to sixty dollars. Okay, so if that's the case, I'm going to go twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, um, he said uh, during the uh, interview that um, game for the Amico will never will never be priced more than nine ninety nine. God love this man. And the prices will be between two ninety nine and nine ninety nine. Wow! And I'm going to assume digital download, possibly. See, I don't. I, I so that he, was something you guys didn't get into. So the safe thing. Yep. They are staying away from online content. Ah, so which is good for the younger kids. Exactly. Smart. So there's no downloadable packs. There's no in-game advertising. There's oh, n- none of that stuff to buy. So did he mention how this is going to be delivered? Is this going to be like an Atari 2600 cartridge, which, by the way, would be the coolest he, thing? He, that's the only thing that he would not tell us. Ah. He would not divulge uh, how... I'm it, sure you he, asked that question. We did. That. Yes. We did. And he would not say um, the media. Okay. Uh, he said, you know, it's very typical for the clamshell, and he mm-hmm. got a disc, and he said, mm-hmm. we want to do something different, he said. So we're going to, he said we're going to do something special. And, and Ashley asked him a very interesting question okay. about, wouldn't it be cool to be able to play your old in- in television games on it somehow? And he's like, well... We're going to have a USB port on it. So how easy would it be for somebody to develop some kind of backpack system that plugs mm-hmm. into the USB that allows you to do just that? Which you got to figure that how many companies have done that with Atari? Yep. How many people have done that with NES? Yep. Uh, there are so many uh, of, of these things that are out there yep. that that shouldn't take much. No, the thing wouldn't that, think so. The thing that makes me sad is that he isn't doing it. Well, who knows? Well, maybe he, he may. Will. Maybe he will. And maybe that was the, maybe that yep. was the, the, the little breadcrumb. Right. So you, we mentioned the, the two colors. So two forty nine. Yep. you can get the glacier white or the graphite black. Where's the brown? So if you want to pay a little bit more. Oh, I would. If you want to pay a little <laughs> if, bit more. If I'm going to get one that looks like the original in television... 
I am in. You can get the vintage wood grain. Yep. Or galaxy purple. Or the GTO red. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll see if I can. Can I put? I'll the, tell you this: the wood grain. I'm sorry, but I would if I had to pick something beyond their standard colors. Yeah. It would be the wood grain because that was what I played. Right. I owned an original Intellivision. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe somewhere in my family that original Intellivision console exists oh, at really? this moment. Yes, I believe my brother may have possession of that at the moment. Uh, okay. I have the Atari twenty six hundred console that we grew up with in the seventies. Yeah, um, I also have my uh, Commodore Vic twenty mm-hmm. in the original box in yeah. my basement. Oh boy! Uh, I have an entire Coleco uh, Atom computer system, which was a Coleco Vision with a computer. Yeah, I have all of that. There it is. Uh, There's oh. the wood grain. Uh, okay, interesting. Not quite as wood grain as I would have preferred, but I can give you that. Did you oh, see there's that? there's the red. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, that's the red. That's the GTO. And okay, that's... there's the white. Yeah. Okay. White's not bad. I think I like the graphite, though. That's so the that, graphite. So that's the controller? Yeah, that's Holy the controller. Holy crap. Yeah, it, looks like a, it looks like a phone. All right, so where can they go to see this, Pete? Uh, so uh, go to Amico, uh, IntellivisionAmico.com. And you can see that, and I believe the link. If you there is the pre-buy option, and I believe the pre-buy takes you to uh, EB, maybe. Uh, uh, might be, yeah. Uh, let me see. I did click on it. Uh, bum, 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 um, GameStop. Ah, uh, GameStop. Okay. GameStop has the pre-buy, so you can get the white or the graphite for two forty-nine. And uh, right now, they only have the purple uh, listed online, uh, the Galaxy Purple, and that is two ninety nine. Ah, yep. So I expect that the wood grain and the GTO red and, will and, be and there, the, that as well. I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure that I actually had seen the wood grain up as that rotated through. Oh, really? Through. Okay, yeah. Uh, it was uh, if. It looks so different that you know what I probably don't need the wood grain. Uh, I it's think very that, different looking. I, I think the black would work. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for me, I mean, mm-hmm. some people might like the white, but yeah. uh, to me is is go classic black because those controllers mm-hmm. they actually look like a first generation Windows iPod. Uh, yeah, yeah, a, a, a bit bigger, but yeah, but yep. but very similar, very similar. Uh, with because the those those rotary, were pretty, yeah. those were pretty good size. Yep. Because uh, I owned an original, mm-hmm. I, I bought it the day it came out. Actually, yep. uh, I uh, iPod for Windows sure. because I was not in the Apple environment. Yeah. Uh, and I got to tell you, that thing was pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, but it it actually looks a lot like that. It's it's a similar design. Mm-hmm. So the the games, um, the, the list of games is growing. Um, I saw Earthworm Jim was added. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so lot lots of cool stuff. Uh, for so, they have so Pitfall. Uh, no, I haven't seen that was anything for that Pitfall. was in television that Activision Activision. Yeah, Activision. that owned that, but yes. they had it. I remember. I do mm-hmm. remember playing it on the 52. Intellivision console. Oh, did they? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they cross it. Was, it, it, was, huh? it was actually a little bit more difficult because of the disc uh, uh, sure. than, than it was on the Atari where you could go directly to yeah. an Axis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So interesting. So uh, once again, if you want to check out that the entirety of that interview is a f- fascinating interview. The fastest, one of the fastest ninety minutes I've ever spent yep. Yep. Um, with Tommy Tallarico. Uh, check it out. Uh, follow Tommy 
uh, on Facebook and Instagram and uh, check out uh, in television Amico. Uh, the game trailer is is really cool. Uh, check it out. It looks like some really fun, fun, fun games. Uh, coming I, on I love that, that he's taking retro and bringing it into today. Right. He's not just redoing the code, you know, it's, nope. it's, it's nope. new stuff. This is, and, and what's great. I love the, I love the fact that you can challenge your kids. Yeah. You know what? I'll play you in the new version, but yeah. you got to play me in the eight bit version. There you go. There you go. So, so a lot of fun on that. So, uh, if you want to check out that interview, do hit, uh, Ashley's, uh, Facebook page, Bottoms Up, Appetite for Discussion, and then link over to that show on her Hulk share. All right, let's get back to some music. Bad Company. Thank you. 
my hair. Hey, phrasing! Wave Radio Boston.
sun, perhaps the center of our universe, but also a persistent threat to your well-being. It's out there, just waiting for you to poke your unprotected skin out there so you can pounce, irradiating you with cosmic rays of carcinogens until you die. Fear the outside no more. With Body Wrappers by Rhino Shield, you can now safely go outside without dying. We've incorporated an SPF 185 sunscreen with the gooey stuff that gets sprayed onto the beds of pickup trucks for complete coverage. We know what you're thinking. Doesn't my skin need to breathe? Well, one out of five board physicians agree that there is a chance that just maybe you'll be just fine. Never fear the ball of fire in the sky ever again with body wrappers. Now available at an AutoZone near you. Just listen to one of our satisfied customers. Thank you, body wrappers. Body wrappers by Rhino Shield is in no way affiliated with Brighton Tight Industries.
Wave Radio Boston. You're listening to the First Wave, the only station out there that would play two songs back to back, both named Lie to Me. Yes, I love that. And Johnny Lang, I love Johnny Lang's yes. song. That song kicks ass. So that was Johnny Lang and Lie to Me. And before that, you heard our guest for October 22nd in Roll Over White and their song. Very different. Yes. Lie to me. And equally as good. That's for sure. I love the I love that piano at the beginning. Yeah, it's oh, it's so beautiful. Good. So good. And uh, at the top of that set, we had uh, Paul Rogers and his band Bad Company. Moving on. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two and tell us a little bit about you. We'll get back to you about profiling your music and upcoming gigs. Join the real radio revolution. Say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right. Say F you to FM for sure. Um, yeah, because you know they're not going to talk for that long about <laughs> the new in new. television. I can no. guarantee you that. They wouldn't have Tommy Tallarico in studio and talk that long no, about No, no. Good Lord, no. Well, if they did, yes. there'd be about eight, eight, eight commercial breaks. Yes. Um. So there's always um, one or two movies that you know you're flipping by that you can't can't not watch, right? Okay, you know The Godfather, yep. um, Coming to America is one for me. There you go, Coming to America. As long as it's on cable, because right. if it's cut, why bother? Yeah, but there's some that it, you know that it really doesn't matter. And lately, um, for me, I don't know why, because I didn't like this movie when it came out. I didn't either, and I'd really. Actually, I really don't like it now. Oh, I do. But it's it's so silly and so bad. Oh, see, I think it's so, better than you do. It's so cliche and it's it's oh, ridiculous. Oh, oh, it's ridiculously cliche. The, the dude gets gets killed or knocked out by a taxidermied polar bear. I, I know. mean, come on. I know, but but and you're right on those things. Uh, on those, but, on but those the, major here, plot elements. But here's the thing, because because we haven't revealed it yet. Mm-hmm. It's got Sam Elliott as a fucking badass. Yeah. Well, a badass that gets his ass kicked. Well, yes, but but <laughs> but you know what? Is is okay, so he's not the rock. Yes. Uh he's not Jason Statham, who have yes. it in their contract that they yes. can't get their asses kicked That's on true. on film. That's true. Uh so it makes it a little bit more real than what right. has come since then. Uh you have uh you have uh you have uh Kelly Lynch, uh mm-hmm. who uh, just uh, She's never going to look better than she did in this movie. Very true. Very uh, true. And there they, is no question about that. And there, and there's a lot of people uh, who who echo that, um, including um, Kelly Lynch's husband. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> who happens to be Mitch Glazer. Yes. Uh, who was uh, one of the co-writers of a lot of movies, including Scrooged. Okay. Great movie. During which uh, he met Bill Murray. Of course. Yes. Okay. So, um, Bill Murray, there are so many stories about Bill Murray, you know, there's a, so there's, many really cool stories about Bill Murray, great by stories. The way. And, and there's actually, um, documentaries, yep. uh, about, uh, Bill Murray. And I think there's some books, the towel of Bill Murray. Yeah. Anyway, this is just part of that legend. Okay. All right. So this is, um, courtesy of Grant Land to give, um, uh, uh, have we buried the lead? Uh, I'm sorry. So, so. Yes. Um, well, I'll, I'm, I'm okay. tying, right. I am Get tying that. it together. Okay, okay. tie it together. Okay, it together. I just wanted to make sure we weren't burying the lead. So in, a, in an interview a few years ago, Kelly Lynch 
the star of the movie we were referring to. Which, by the way, uh, I know our listeners know this by now. That's right. Uh, if you've mis- mentioned those two names and you haven't mentioned the quote-unquote big name yes. in the movie, yes. uh, you guys know who this is. That's right. So we're, of course, t- talking about Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Uh, and and it's it's funny. I mean, it 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 appears in popular culture now. Uh, I have a boss that actually told me, instructed me on a, a couple of deals I was working on that I, I was instructed to be like Dalton. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And are you are you going out shirtless in no, linen no, pants and, no. and doing some tai kind chi? of no, tai chi? No, no, I, I was not and hiding my my merc in in the uh, in the in the barn. No, <laughs> yeah, you think? No, I was instructed. Uh, to be nice, okay, until it was time not to be nice. Ah, uh, okay, all right. I'll give you that. So, I, but it's a all great he, line that is a great line. But all my boss had to tell me is, "I want you to be like Dalton." Okay. He didn't have to break it oh, down see, for me. See, I needed that because yeah. I was picturing you out yeah. by a lake, no, uh, no, <laughs> you know, no. uh, climbing down the rope from your no. uh, from your from your barn loft no, uh, I, home. No, uh, no? no, no, all right. No, I, I, I was to be nice until it was time. To not be nice. Perfect. So, so, so by the way, yes. the, the one of my favorite one of my favorite actors yeah. is in that movie in a a part. Uh, uh, Kevin Tige, mm-hmm. uh, who played Roy DeSoto, yes, on uh, on Emergency mm-hmm. in the seventies, uh, is uh, is the bar owner. Okay. Yes. Uh, and and uh, of what, the double deuce of the double deuce, yes. and and I got to tell you is. Yes. He was really good in that role too. I, I, like, I swear they couldn't decide if they wanted to make him a bad guy or not. And that's that's what I liked about that yeah. is he played it both ways mm-hmm. because the writers couldn't figure it out, yeah. and he played it both ways. And I never realized how good an actor he was. Um, okay, at that time until he did his story arc on ER. Yeah. And he was absolutely amazing. And then I went back and watched Roadhouse mm-hmm. and saw, okay, now I realize how why he was playing it that way. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So it, big cast. Ben Gazzara. Oh, Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara was brilliant. Might have been his best performance. Yeah. Ben Gazzara has been in a lot of great I know, things. That's a pretty terrible performance. But anyway. Oh, so, yeah, but, but so for this what is it about, was. This is the about character Kelly. sucked. Yes, but this is about Kelly Lynch. Okay. And, oh, and I'm right back with you. And you oddly, got my attention. And oddly enough, Bill Murray. Ah, interesting. Okay. okay. So Kelly Lynch was uh, doing an interview with the AV Club uh, a while ago. And she said um, that, you know, because it's on so often and, and whatever, um, Bill Murray and his brothers... Yep. Among them, Brian Doyle Murray, yep. and um, you know who was the um, the lead caddy guy in yep. Caddyshack, yep. and Joel Murray, who was uh, on Mad Men. Yep. Um, they have a thing that they do. Okay. That every time Roadhouse is on, yep. and I'm quoting Kelly Lynch. Okay. Now, every time Roadhouse is on, and he and one of his idiot brothers are watching TV. And they're always watching TV. <laughs> One of them calls my husband <laughs> and says, in, in, in this voice, uh, you're uh, not for nothing, but uh, Kelly's having sex with Patrick Swayze right now. They're doing it. He's throwing her against the rocks. <laughs> Every time Roadhouse is on. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. <laughs> Doesn't matter what's going on. 
Bill Murray or one of his brothers will call uh, Mitch Glazier and let them know that they're watching his wife be railed by Patrick Swayze. You know what the most interesting thing about what you just said is? Is that Kelly Lynch has a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. That has a really good sense of humor. Uh, That, to me, is the most interesting part of that entire thing. Don't get me wrong, the rest of it's freaking hilarious. Yeah, so... so, Uh, But that's what I got out of that, was that she actually has a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah, she said, uh, you you know, she's like, oh my God... Mitch was just walking out the door to the set, and he said Bill Murray once called him from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> from Russia to, to, uh, to let him know. And she, she said a lot of times she'll know that it's coming because you know people see it on advertising, and it'll start trending on Twitter. <laughs> so she'll know. <laughs> she'll know. She said, and God help me, when AMC's doing their Roadhouse Marathon. Oh, yeah. Because I know the phone is just going to keep ringing. It doesn't matter if it's two or three in the morning. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly's having sex with Patrick Swayze right now. <laughs> oh, that's great. So I, yeah, I, I mean, at least Mitch has the last laugh. You know I, why? Well, yes. Patrick's dead. Yeah, well, there you go. Patrick's dead, and he's still having sex with. What well, one would assume? Yeah. Well. Mitch Glazier is still having sex with Mitch. Mitch, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, that's uh, he's got he's got the last laugh. Yes, you would think. Yeah, uh, you would think. Oh, it all depends on how nice of a person Kelly Lynch is. Oh, but oh, apparently, oh, she's got oh, a sense although, of humor. Although, like although uh, yes, uh, she obviously has a sense of humor. Yeah. However, I got to tell you that um, that uh, yeah, yeah, he kind of had her at her prime. Uh, I, yeah, Patrick Swayze. Yes. Yeah, Patrick yes. had it. Yeah, yes. yeah, it was. And, her and, her tanning bed prime. Yeah, yeah that was a little ugly. Yeah, uh, man, I mean, that's that, rough. that was the George Hamilton starter oh, set right there. Whoosh, man, bad uh, actually, news. that might have been the intermediate set. I I really hope that was makeup, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. That was. Just Why terrible. would they have spent all that time on that low budget and, movie? And yet Patrick Swayze's dead and she's alive. Yes. Weird. Yeah, and, and although he and, was quite a smoker, from what I understand, yeah, he and yeah, for all the tai chi, yes, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the irony, kids. I'm going to do tai chi for half an hour in front of this swamp, and then go rip a Marlboro red. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. good, and, good on you. Yeah, and I got to tell you, is there, Roadhouse is one of those movies that if mm-hmm. it's on, I've got to watch it. Yep, it, it is. It's, um, it's so silly. You know, our. our Anybody, anybody who's out there, if there's any of those movies, uh, we we've talked about that. Groundhog Day is one of them for me. Yeah, Groundhog uh, Day. Yeah. It's a Bill Murray movie. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Caddyshack because it is Caddyshack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but is there a? But movie? that's just to make sure that your memory is good. Well, so yeah, that you, because yeah, you know because, you're going to quote because the I, time. I I've seen it the entire time. Yeah. Uh, I. I, you know what's funny is uh, my princess. Uh, mm-hmm. When we're watching, when we're watching uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back, uh, when uh, when when I start uh, quoting uh, when I start quoting Palpatine, ah. uh, in the closest thing that I can do to the Palpatine voice, mm-hmm. uh, when I start quoting the, uh, the 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 scene where he's sitting on the deck watching all of his friends getting Ret- blown Return up, Return of the Jedi, yeah, uh, that was Return of the Jedi. Thank you. Is uh, I start doing that, she just looks at me and she goes. I don't like you right now. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but that one's easy. Yeah. The lines are so good. You don't, you don't even have to remember yeah. because they make sense. Yes. 
they just make sense. So, uh, if, you. if there are movies that you flip by and you see it and you just have to stop, mm-hmm. uh, listener line 617-829-9283, the text line 617-764-9283, yep. share those movies with us. Uh, because we know you have them. That's right. Only one more break uh, to share them, but please do some more music.
on the phone, a uh, victim of circumstance. Welcome to the first wave. How are you? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Thank you for having us. Oh, we thank you for joining us and thank you for being our May Artist of the Month. We want to welcome a uh, lead singer, bass player of our April Artist of the Month, the Dolly Rots, Kelly Ogden. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Hello, and thank you for having me. None other than Robbie Wolfson from Ripe. Robbie, thank you very much for joining the program. Hey, Robbie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, we are very, very happy to welcome to Wave Radio Boston, Mike Fitz from our Artist of the Month, Bad Marriage. Mike, thanks for joining us. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me.
Yeah, it's harsh armadillo and gravy on Wave Radio Boston. And at the top of that set, Alana Miles and Black Velvet. Like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks, you'll get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content that you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Imagine that. Mm. Try that with any FM station. Uh-uh. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right. We just uh, we're going to make a, this break a quick one. Uh, we are hella late. Uh, so we'll... we'll... Uh, we had in television. <laughs> we did. We had in television. You had me at in television. There you Pete. go. That was a long one. And the, the LP one was a little bit long, too. But I thought that was kind of cool. No, that was really cool. Yep. I, I, I think that that was one of those things where you look back and you look at it saying, okay, what else do I have? Yeah, well, I, I've definitely spent uh, time in the yeah. uh, during the music breaks plugging in releases I could remember. Yeah, yeah. And apparently I should have held on to that... Uh, uh, Village People 45 that I played a lot. Uh, yeah, see, I had it. I had it on cassette. Ah, you know the 45. Yeah, it's not worth the 45 uh, in mint condition is uh, worth thirty dollars. As those of you who have listened for a long time may remember, mm-hmm. that uh, YMCA uh, the album uh, from the Village People was the first cassette I ever owned. There you go. Shame. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bell ringing yes. in the background. Um, all right. So we just want to do this uh, as a quick break, but I want to give you uh, updates uh, or reminders uh, for shows on the rest of the program. Uh, because they carry us. Yeah, that's for sure. So Monday, we, we've been talking about alluding to her show. Uh, Mondays uh, from 7 to 9, Appetite for Disco- Bottoms Up, Appetite for Discussion with the host Ashley Bottoms. Uh, I'm the uh, ride-along co-host uh, slash producer designated slash, adult yes. yeah, uh, designated for, adult. for that program. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so that's Mondays um, from 7 to 9. She usually has a band in every week. Uh, this week it's a little bit up in the air. She had a late minute cancellation, so we may run rerun the Tommy Tallarico episode uh, on Monday. Don't know quite yet, but uh, uh, stay tuned for that. Tuesday, yeah, you never know what you're going to get on Monday, <laughs> which is <laughs> the don't. reason it it that is yes. the reason to tune in. That's for there sure. are many reasons, but yes. that is like the foremost reason is yes. you have no idea what's going to happen and, on a Monday and, night. And usually yet. there are our live bands. I know she's got uh, some. Uh, friends of the show actually uh, coming in uh, in the form of Syndicate oh. uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Nice. Uh, uh, members of the Americans yep. are in Syndicate, yep. and uh, good friend Adam uh, is singing for that band. So uh, they she booked them, not knowing anything you know about them. So that's that was a nice little surprise. Nice. Um, so that's Mondays, Tuesdays uh, live. Uh, excuse me, uh, the Vinyl Vault with JC. Yep. Is Tuesdays two turntables and a microphone. Everything is uh, brought to you live and on vinyl. A fantastic. Uh, show she puts a ton of effort into it, and it's the a, a insight, great show. The insight is interesting. Yes, for uh, sure. I again, not necessarily the the music that I would that I had listened to at the time, mm-hmm. uh, but she makes it interesting and makes me want to listen. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of different music on there, but uh, great some great deep cuts, some alternate uh, takes, and uh, she f- features her vinyl of the week, uh, things like that. And uh, I know coming up. I, believe it might be this weekend actually uh is 
uh, record store day. Oh yes, uh, so yeah. uh, get out and check that out. Uh, I'm sure she will in- be big yes. on that this yes. week. So uh, support independent records uh, stores out there everywhere. You know, who knows? Maybe you'll find, uh, you know, that uh, Meet the Beatles with the meat. Uh, <laughs> good luck on that one. That's one of the most famous ones. I doubt that, but there's some other ones that we talked about. You never know. You never know. Um, so that's Tuesdays. Wednesday nights uh, from 8 to 10, uh, live from the Fallout Shelter with Corbin and Scout. It, or I should say with Scout and Corbin. Corbin, yeah, that's probably the better way to put it. I uh, and and again, we we hadn't talked about uh, yes. that much about Corbin being here last week. Yeah, yep. uh, what a great show! Yes. Uh, it's so great to have him here. Yeah, always uh, fun. Yeah, it just makes me laugh. Yeah, no, Corbin's Corbin's a great personality. Uh, but Scout is at the uh, at the helm, driving the direction of that show. Um, tuned in a little bit last night for their soul show. Uh, a lot of great music uh, going on there. A little bit unexpected turn uh, for that music. So they're doing some theme shows. Yep. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, once again, uh, Wednesdays from 8 to 10 p.m. And, of course, you'll find uh, the first wave uh, every Thursday from 8 to 11. As we said, uh, our upcoming Rocktober is going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, so it is a five-week uh, month. And the end of the month, we already uh, are looking at some fantastic shows. Uh, October 22nd, Rollover White. Live in studio. And then we have Cameron Levesque. Or, or Levesque. Levesque, sorry. Uh, Levesque on, uh, on the 29th. Uh, here f- formerly yes. of one of my favorite bands. <laughs> Alas, no more. Victim of circumstance. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, so we still have, so we still have a few slots we left do at the beginning of the month. A yeah. uh, little shorter notice for those of you bands who are out there. Yep. Uh, but if you're interested, uh, send us an email at media at waveradioboston.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can come in, uh, spend some time with us. We really do want to hear from you. That's right. And then we have uh, our jazz show on Sunday mornings. Uh, 9 to 11, approximately, and uh, that happens uh, on Sunday mornings. And then um, we have our occasional uh, 50s experience with Tony Thomas. Which you and I have to come up with some dates that we can work with this, because I know uh, Tony had mentioned to me that uh, he's anxious to get back into the studio. Yep. Uh, So uh, before we leave tonight, we'll we'll get that together, and we'll we'll start to get... uh, the schedule together for the 50s experience. Yeah. Uh, there are at least a couple more that are ready. Excellent. So uh, we'll have to get that done. Yep. Uh, and so we got a lot of uh, interesting stuff for you. And the, and the nice thing is that we're getting a ton of feedback from folks. And a lot of these folks don't realize that it's not just a single show. So we encourage people to, you know, if you are a listener to one show, uh, listen to the other shows, and um, if you're a fan of one of the shows, let your friends know that, hey, I'm a fan of this show, but they have other shows on the network, so definitely check check them out. Uh, we, we, we're, we're getting to the point of there's something for everyone. Yes. Uh, we're close. awfully close. Pretty we close. really are. Uh, it, yep. The diversity that we have with the talent that has uh, decided to join us. Yeah, found us, yes. Yeah, is unbelievable yep. it really is and and it's they're they're the very different shows yes uh and that's what's really cool about that so 
Wave Radio Boston. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. That's where we are. All right. Uh, variety is the spice of life. And uh, this set is going to show you some variety. Let's get to it. The last set of the evening. Who knows where the cold wind blows? I ask my friends, but nobody knows. Who am I to believe in love? Oh. Love ain't no stranger
the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. Sunday mornings at 10 for the Jazz Shift with JT. Check our schedule page at waveradioboston.com for details.
McKee and her band Lone Justice and Ways to Be Wicked. Before that, we heard a guy that we actually met during the uh, second town in the city, Cold Chocolate and Part-Time Man. And at the top of that set, a little bit of a um, gem, a, a hidden gem in the White Snake yeah. Library. Yeah, that, that's, it's the only hidden gem, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but love ain't no stranger. No, that, that, that I I was saying to Pete uh, when he played it is mm-hmm. is I don't think I've heard that song in 25 years or more. Didn't didn't get a lot of radio play back then. And, no, and and isn't one that uh, has hung on that much. But it's a, it's a really solid song. Yeah, it's a solid song. All right. When you hear that music, you know it's time for us to make our way out of here. Well, it's long past the time for us to make our way out of here. It's only slightly past. Uh, All right. No, it is long past. It's pretty long past. Uh, But uh, first, we want to say thank you and apology to anybody that needs either of those. Well, you know what? I I think we did a pretty clean job considering uh, that that, uh, Becca wasn't here. Yes. Uh, So I I do want to... uh, I, I I do want to thank the new in television because yes. uh, that sounds kick ass. Tommy Tallarico, yeah, and the new in television. But yes. but to go along with that is I also have to apologize for geeking out. Yeah, uh, well, it's pretty pretty but, bad. But you <laughs> know what it, is 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 if I'm geeking out over a video game system, yeah, it has to mean something because it's been a very very. I was very young. Mm-hmm. When I geeked out over a last geeked out over a video game system, there you go. Uh, so that's that's how I look at that's that. That's a thank you and an apology. For yeah, I, all, I, all wrapped I, in all one. wrapped into one. It's it's it, it's clean. It's neat. It's tied up in a little bow. There you go. Uh, I want to uh, thank uh, Becca Lee for getting out of her sick bed to uh, to hang with us for the first couple of segments, including the very important. Coming at you live, concert report. So thank you, Becca Lee. Yeah, and and so for any of the those tickets that are available, this is the weekend you guys want to get out. Yes. I, I mean, really, is this is the one to get out? Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the upper seventies at the very least. Yep. And uh, you want to go out and see something? Uh, go out and see something live. You know, yep. we've been stuck inside for so long. Sure. Uh, if you haven't gotten out, get out because uh, yeah. it's just going to make you feel better. Could it's be the last, worth, last it's worth weekend it. to do so. It could be. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Thank yous. Another thank you uh, goes out uh, to uh, Bill Murray and his brothers. Yes. For always. For, every, yes. We should have that every week. We should. We should. <laughs> but uh, whether we talk about them or not, especially for making Kelly Lynch's uh, wife, uh, life miserable every time <laughs> yes. that Roadhouse plays. Oh God! Every yeah. time. And and so also uh, since they're since they're confirmed and on the schedule. Yes. Uh, thank you to Rollover White for coming in uh, on October 22nd. We're looking forward to you guys uh, being much. here. Yes. As well as Cameron Levesque. Or uh, Levesque. You'll get it right Levesque. by the time he comes in. Jesus. <laughs> Good Lord. It's Cam. I know him as Cam. There you go. Okay. Uh, 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 October 29th, yes. uh, live in studio. So looking forward to seeing him mm-hmm. and just 
being able to talk with him and find out what he's doing these days. Yes, he's very he's very busy. He's yeah, a very which, busy guy. Which, by the way, is is not that easy these days as a musician. Yeah. yeah. So that is uh, that's great. Uh, really looking forward to both of those. It's going to be fun Rocktober. Absolutely. Got to love Rocktober. Got to love Rocktober. All right. Uh, I think that's uh, probably about it. Yeah. All right. Let's get on out of here. As always, our biggest thank you is to every one of you listening. We want to hear from you. If you haven't done so yet, please like our Facebook page, Wave Radio Boston Rocks, and share it with your friends. We want to share the air. For more information about your own show, email us at sharetheair at waveradioboston.com. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com. Go to wrbrocks.com for show schedules. On behalf of Pete Hudson and Becca Lee, I'm John Anthony thanking you for listening to The First Wave. We hope you can join us again next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM. We are Wave Radio Boston. Good night, everyone.
It's over. Go home. Go.